A Pulp MX Network production. This is the Rocky Mountain ATV MC Kiefer Tested Podcast. The podcast you come to for the straight insight on all things moto-centric. Hard parts, bikes, gear, suspension, motor mods, and more. It's Kiefer Tested. Here he is, Chris Kiefer. Okay, everybody, welcome to the Rocky Mountain ATV MC.com Kiefer Tested 2018 250cc MX shootout presented by none other than Fly Racing and FlyRacing.com. Last day of shootout today. Results are in. Overall, results are in as well. Very, very exciting. I can't stand it, can you? I can just hear you guys all the way over from here. You guys are so pumped. Actually, I'm really excited. It was a great inaugural shootout for me, um, 450 and 250. And I just want to thank all you guys out there for listening, hanging tough with me, and really accepting this new way of bringing the information to you. It's been fun. I'm stoked on it. Next year, we're going to make it bigger and better. We're going to do a West Coast shootout. We're going to do an East Coast shootout. So all you East Coast guys are happy with me because you guys have been bumming out on the dirt quality over here in the West Coast, as I have as well. So I get it. So next year, bigger budget, crossing the fingers. We're going to make it back East. I already have it kind of planned out, mapped out. So excited about that. Um, so, but yeah, but today was a good day of testing in the beautiful... BFE of High Desert. I'll explain to you in a minute um, where all this was. But first things first, Rocky Mountain ATV MC is the trusted online source for parts, accessories, gear for dirt bikes, side-by-sides, dual sport bikes, ATVs, and street bikes. Basically anything you're going to take out of the garage to go um, drive or ride on Thanksgiving weekend, RockyMountainATVMC.com has it, okay? Low prices, unparalleled customer service, free F-R-E-E, three-day shipping. It's easy to see why RockyMountainATVMC.com is the premier shopping destination for all of us crazy enthusiasts out there. All right? And, of course, Fly Racing, FlyRacing.com. No need to even talk about how good their gear is because you know that actually the gear shootout's coming up and it's doing exceptionally well. You guys know me. I'm not biased, but that gear is so good. Light Hydrogen is inside of the 2018 gear shootout. Um, check them out at flyracing.com. Order your guys' fly racing gear at rockymountatvmc.com. Tell them Kiefer Tested sent you. That'll keep this shindig rolling along. Keep it on the tracks. We'll keep you more information. Keep you laughing. Keep you um, smarter in the dirt bike world because that's what I try to do for y'all. Keep you smarter. And we'll have some fun. More fun, in fact. Also, don't forget the guys over at RuddedRacing.com. They have a Black Friday sale, 25% off everything they sell. So go to RuddedRacing.com. Shirts, sweatshirts. Um, get your lady friend or your wife a Rudded Racing shirt. And you will probably get um, something a little extra 
in your stocking for Christmas. So, ha, ha, ha. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying. You guys get it, right? So go to rutteracing.com. Very cool people involved in our sport, helping Tyler Bowers out, helping this show out, helped Henry Miller out. Just great people. So go um, support them at rutteracing.com or follow them on Instagram at rutteracing. Very good follow. Also, just ordered up some new hoodies, Kiefer Tested Hoodies. Um, so they'll be up on uh, KieferInkTesting.com from ScreenPrintingDone.com. They produce t-shirts, hoodies, hats for everything. So um, mention Kiefer. When you order 12 or more um, shirts, hoodies, whatever you got, and they'll get you 10 for free. All right? Great deal. Hit them up. ScreenPrintingDone.com. Tell them Kiefer. Testy, 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 testing sent you. <laughs> I'm feeling frisky tonight, guys. It's my last day of shootouts. Um, beautiful day, like I said. We went to Carson Mumford's um, compound, which is the old Michael Essie compound. Sandy track, rough, choppy, big jumps. Um, well, at least for an outdoor track. For California standards, they're big. You know, they're not that big, but... Uh, some of uh, a couple of the guiders that I use today couldn't jump everything, so that's a good test as well. I feel because not everyone downsize every single damn jump out there. So, um, only had four test riders today to confirm everything that went on so far in the shootout. Um, I didn't want to have too many for this last day because I felt like uh, we've covered a lot of the bases so far in the shootout, and I used four test riders. Uh, a couple of them returning, and a couple of them not returning, as you will hear on these interviews coming up. But basically, um, yeah, some of these uh, results came in way different from the first two days. The first two days were pretty consistent. This day, pretty flip-flopped. Um, so you're going to want to listen to all these interviews, okay? Very, very detailed. Actually, I'm really, really fond of the Dylan Epstein interview. We talk about a lot of things, um, but what he says is very interesting. We come up with a lot of extracurricular things to talk about as well in his interview. So his interview is the longest, I think just over 40 minutes, but it's well worth the listen. Trust me, um, he's the last interview in this podcast, so make sure to stick around for that. As you know, as well, all the others they're they're very good. So, um, I would say do that as well. But anyway, um, thank you to all the manufacturers out there for helping this um, shootout move along. I know some of you guys aren't stoked on the results, but I try to have a organic and transparent shootout to let you guys know exactly the scores, um, the rider interviews, everything is out in the open for you to listen to, right or wrong. It's all out there. So. There's no hiding over here. I'm not telling you I'm the best shootout ever. I just want to keep it very, very basic. And I want to have a wide spectrum of riders out there because that is what you guys out there are. There's many different types of you. And that's why I'm doing it this way. Some of these other shootouts, they hide and just give you results. They don't tell you why or how or anything, how they get there. You can actually listen from the beginning of these podcasts all the way to the end, add up your own damn scores, and you will get exactly what I'm telling you right now. So, again, transparency is key for me, you guys. Um, you guys hit me up on my email at chris at keyforinktesting.com. I've got some good feedback, and I've got a couple guys that um, with some suggestions for next year, too. So, 
very good. I'm glad you guys are doing that for me. I'm glad you guys are hitting me up. And for sure, I mean, if I'm not doing a good enough job for you guys, let me know. I'm all about it. I'm all about listening. I, I, I want to evolve. I want to help you guys out there. That's why I'm here. I'm not doing this just to, to talk into a microphone. I really do want to help you guys and find the best bike for you, parts, um, whatever it is. I just want to help. I love riding. I love helping. And that's just my nature. So, all right, let's get down to it. None of this bullshit. So overall on today, this is just today's scores. I'm going to give you guys the overall scores after today's. But today at Mumford's, like I said, sandy track, bumpy, jumpy, four test riders. The winner was the Husqvarna FC250. Very, very interesting. Not shocking because... It's been up there in the shootout. I like it. It's in my top two if I was going to rank um, the bikes myself, which I'm not. But I would say, you know, top two 250Fs right now. First place, um, um, Husqvarna FC250 with a 1232 score. Second place, this is where it gets shocking, guys. Kawasaki KX250F, second place today. It went 2511. It won. Two guys today, like it. Those two guys. If you listen to these interviews, they really, really like it. And if you listen to what I said in the previous podcast, I really like the Cowie as well. I feel, I feel like it could be third-ish, right around the Yamaha for me. Only reason why I would rank the Yamaha above it is for suspension, but the motor's good, and I think that's one of the big reasons why it did so well today. And the deeper sand, it pulls really well. It went two five one one for second. Third place today, Yamaha YZ250F, 4146. Third place, all right? Not shocking. Very, very good bike. Suspension good, good torquey feel. So third place for the Yamaha today. Fourth place on the day, KTM 250SXF, went 6325. One guy didn't really like it. You'll listen to that interview and he thought the Husky and KTM felt totally different. So you will listen to that. And I should say, well, there's a tie for fourth place. So fourth place, KTM, um, 6325. Tied for fourth, Honda, 3454. Honda, not a lot of torque, but has good pulling power, excellent mid to top, and it revs like no other. So I think that's why it did very well today in the sand. And not bringing up the rear again, but we have to do it. Suzuki, five six six three. Actually, it wasn't as bad as last uh, last week sunrise. So a couple of guys actually thought it was pretty good, and you'll listen to those interviews. But uh, it got a sixth place. So once again on the day, Husqvarna first, second Kawasaki, third Yamaha. Tied for fourth, KTM and Honda, and sixth place, Suzuki. All right, so here it is. The winner of the 2018 250 MX shootout, KTM. You guys have been listening this whole time, three days, right? Not shocking. 114 score, KTM. 114, six points. KTM wins the shootout. Congratulations, Dave, Tom, everyone over at KTM, very, very good bike. I haven't ranked it first if I was going to rank it. Um, 
balanced suspension. Air fork, yeah, not the best fork in the class, but decent enough. And just a really, really good motor, good cornering, and just a good all-around package. So KTM, congratulations for the win. First place. Coming up right on its heels, one point behind. Second place, Husqvarna FC 250. 133, seven points, just one point behind. Congratulations, Andy, Husqvarna, all the guys over there. You guys come a long way, man. Um, I wouldn't have no problem ranking this Husqvarna first. Very good bottom end pulls. In some areas, I do like the FC better than the in the SXF. So, um, congratulations! They're only going to get better. We're going to go hit up the the actually the new bike intros December fifth, fifth or sixth. So stay tuned for uh, stay tuned for that at keyforingtesting.com where we're going to go see the new um, factory edition and I think they're called Rockstar editions. So that will be interesting. Congratulations, Husqvarna, second place. Third place, coming in, Blue Crew. That's right, Yamaha, 223, on the podium, on the box. Just a solid all-around package. And they had nine points. Good suspension, really good suspension for me. It got some knocks today. You can hear that in the interviews. But um, the knocks mostly are fat-feeling midsection and maybe little lack of cornering to me um i don't really notice that but some of these guys do in the podcast so um top three bikes very close third place yamaha we got a tie for fourth okay honda 444 and kawasaki 552 so i could see this actually i'm kind of happy it tied because those bikes are really close some bikes uh, I'm sorry, some areas the Cowie's better and some areas the Honda's better. So tied for fourth place, the Honda and the Kawasaki. And 666, no, it's not the sign of the devil. It's the Suzuki RMZ250. Once again, just lack of a motor. Got, dude, honestly, if you listen to these interviews right now, um, a lot of guys like the Suzuki today. So really pay attention to this interview because it'll tell you how how these bikes are so close so don't let these rankings fool you yes it got sixth but um, a little motor work can go a long way with this bike and actually one guy really liked the fork i don't know how i'm not a fan of the psf2 fork but this guy loves it so listen in today um lots of information pay attention so um, you'll get more information probably out of this podcast than any, any other magazine you will read. So if you guys listen to all three um, episodes of this shootout, there's tons of information for you guys to take away. And it's fun, right? Pass the time. Go driving. Listen. So flipping the page. Chassis ranking. Holy crap. This was tough, guys. Um, so overall, we're just going to give you the overall, okay? I'm going to give you the scores, and I'm going to give you the overall chassis for the whole shootout. Um, winning the chassis category with a 2-2-1, it won today, 2-2-1 score, Husqvarna FC 250. I can see it. Chassis's good. Um, 116, 8 points. Second, KTM 250 SXF, not shocking. Third place, Honda 433. Not shocking because everyone likes the chassis on this Honda and the suspension. So you will see that here in a minute. Third place, Honda. Uh, fourth place, Yamaha 344. Fat feeling, I think, hurt that a little bit. Cornering hurt it. 
And fifth place, Kawasaki 662 did really good today. A lot of guys, excuse me, a lot of guys like that bike a lot today. So 662 and Suzuki um, running up sixth place, chassis uh, 556. Uh, which is a good cornering bike, maybe not the best anymore, but really good for helping guys that don't know how to corner that well, helps their technique. So um, Suzuki is really good at that. So congratulations, Suzuki, on a great cornering machine. Engine, okay? Very, very close with the engine. Man, a tie for the win. That's right. Yamaha, Husky, tied for the win in the engine. And that goes... Yamaha one four one, Husky three two one, six points each. Third place, KTM two fifty SXF. Fourth place, Honda. Fifth place, Kawasaki. Sixth place, Suzuki. Okay, that's the engine category. Honda ranked fourth because lack of bottom end, I would assume, right? So, suspension. Overall, there's another tie in here. Actually, yeah, two ties in here. Um, suspension, Yamaha wins. Not shocking, right? Overall scores, 1-2-5 for the win. Tied for second, Husqvarna and KTM. Not shocking there, right? Because they probably feel the same on the track. And third, well, let's not. Let's go to fourth, sorry, because there's a tie for second. So fourth, another tie for fourth, Honda and Suzuki. Woo! So Kawasaki brings up in sixth. So there you go. 651 is the Suzuki for fourth. 444 is the Honda for fourth. So Cowie went 562 um, for sixth. Only one point behind. So very close in suspension category. So this all just goes to show you guys all these categories that I ripped off. They're all close, okay? Just depends how you do it. Most of y'all, you know, revalve your suspension or something, but there's a 230 pound male test rider today. And he will talk to you about suspension. Listen to these interviews coming up. And you will see that sometimes you can run stock stuff if you're a little bit slower, a little bit bigger in the midsection. It's not bad. You don't have to revalve everything um, when you get the bike. So this has been fun, guys. Hey, I appreciate it. It's a lot of work for me to do. Um, I'm going to take a couple days off. I'm, I'm relieved that it's over. But it's been fun. Really cool to nitpick these bikes apart. Like I said, you guys have any questions, feel free, hit me up, um, chris at keyforinktesting.com. Or if you see me on a track, just cruise over to the van, come chat with me. We'll rap about some bikes. You have a question, or maybe I can help you guide you in the right direction. I love doing that. Love seeing you guys at the races. Love talking to you guys at the track. And hopefully um, next year will be bigger and better, like I said. Stay tuned. We're going to do an off-road podcast next year for my new off-road show that starts in January. So all you off-road guys out there, stay tuned for that. And yeah, I just want to thank you guys a lot for listening. It's been a, it's been a journey. Um, Mrs. Kiefer has helped out a lot. Thank you, Mrs. Kiefer, for all the food and things that you do for these shootouts. And really, thank you to all the testers that came and spent their time and their money. I didn't even pay them. They came out on their own dime. Kiefer Inc. testing hasn't been too big this year because we started late. So we didn't have a budget to pay our testers. So next year, hopefully, I'll get the same guys and I'll get to pay them a little bit of money and maybe some new guys that are involved that really want to test. I know 
hopefully I'll get Tommy Danielson. He's a cyclist, but he loves dirt bikes. He wants to come out and ride. And just a couple new faces out there I think will be good. And, and all you guys on the East Coast, I'm going to hit you down um, next year. I've got a few guys that I'm going to use back on the East Coast, and we're going to travel and get some tacky dirt and some ruts. Looking forward to that. Um, none of this burnout stuff all the time and dry and hard pack. But today we had a lot of sand, actually. So the desert is full of sand. So don't think it's just hard pack up here. It's it's pretty sandy. So anyway, that's about it. Stay tuned for these interviews. Thank you very much, RockyMountainATVMC.com. Thank you, Fly. Thank you, Rutted Racing, and thank you, ScreenPrintingDone.com. And stay tuned for all of these crazy interviews. Really, seriously, they're good. They're good today. And Dylan Epstein's really good. We talk about his racing career. A little touch on some women. You know, we can't really have a Kiefer <laughs> a Kiefer Inc. testing podcast without a little bit of girl talk, right? We need to talk about some girls because dirt bikes and women is go hand in hand. I mean, come on, dude. Seriously? Dirt bikes? I don't drink beer, but I feel like dirt bikes, beer, and women all go together in the same box. You know? I don't know. That's what I feel like. So, all right. Stay tuned, guys. Thank you again. What's up, everybody? Chris Kiefer with the Rocky Mountain ATVMC.com. Kiefer tested 250 MX shootout. Day three. Opinions. We are out in BFE. I am staring at bushes and two mountains, and that's about what I see. And I see Highway 395 out in the distance. We are at Carson Mumford's training compound. Um, it's a compound that he bought from Mike Alessi, Carson's dad and a partner, uh, Roy Abbott. Very cool facility out here. It's a sandy base with big jumps. Good for engine testing and engine feel for these bikes and also suspension for in-stroke feel. Um, Carson has several Supercross tracks, a couple outdoor tracks out here. Um, couldn't ask for a better day. It's 70 degrees in the desert with no you-know-what. We call the W word, but we don't say that shit out here because if you do, it ends up happening. So I have one of my longtime buddies. He's been a motorcycle enthusiast. Jesus, I'm a long time. He's been riding dirt bikes a long time. Um, he's a fireman now, David Martinez. He has a Mexican last name, but he is a white boy. <laughs> so, uh, give us your age, weight, and uh, height. Uh, I'm 5'10". I weigh 185 pounds, and I'm 43 years old. What would you consider yourself, like an intermediate? Yeah, it's like a novice. I just started riding it for a couple of years, so probably a novice... Like a fast novice, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Sandbagger novice, you mean? Yeah, I guess that'd be Mammoth good. novice. Yep. That's what happens. So uh, he really rides a 450, but um, his age bracket, a lot of guys ride 250F, so we decided to get him on board for day three. I only got, I don't know, a few key guys today um, for the final opinions, um, but nonetheless, David Martinez, sixth place, shocking to me, is the YZ250F. So give us a couple reasons why you do like it. Um, I'm a Yamaha guy, so for me to put it sixth place was really tough, but uh, I just didn't like the overall feel of the bike. It just feels big compared to other bikes. It feels big, kind of like a big tank going around um, the track. The motor's good. I like the motor. hits hard. hits all the way through, but um, it just, for me, feels big, and I can't get it to corner. Suspension felt good. Um, just a little soft. 
so maybe a couple adjustments would make it better, but overall, the, out of all the other bikes, it came out sixth place. So one of the big reasons why you rank it sixth, just due to the fact because ergonomically? Yeah, I just don't like the way it felt. I mean, like I said, I'm a Yamaha guy, so... So yeah, let's let's, let's touch on that real quick. So you have a 2018 YZ450, so you yeah. came off of a 17 or 16? 17. 17. Um, and it feels bigger than your... Than your 450, or the- it feels bigger. I had the cycro plastics on my 17 to make it a little bit narrower, but I just got on it and compared to other bikes, other bikes feel a little bit smaller, probably because they're 250Fs. But this bike just feels bigger. Um, I said I like the power. It just overall did not feel as good as other. Now, bikes is did. it big in the midsection? Or yeah, the midsection. Like, so just the shroud area. Just the shrouder. Yeah, I just couldn't. I couldn't get used. To, I mean, maybe I could more laps. I probably got used to it, but. Overall, it was just just. Felt and you stupid. do like the engine, though. I like the engine, though. The motor's good. Suspension's a little soft, but I think it's something just a couple of clickers we can do. We can adjust. Um, what about electric start? Is electric start? You know, you buy a bike every year, so is electric start something that you look at um, when you purchase something, or is that does that make or break a deal for you? Uh, I got a new bike this year, and I like electric start, but uh, it doesn't make a break. I'd kickstart a bike, you know. So if it's a good bike and it didn't have an electric start, you're still in? Absolutely. Okay. Electric start, that doesn't matter to me. I mean, yeah, it's nice to have for sure. And, you know, it's a lazy man's way to start your bike, but it doesn't. it's not going to make or break a deal for me. Fifth place, KTM 250 SXF. Another surprising thing, because I really like this bike. Um, why didn't you get along with this bike? I like the KTM. Uh, it feels really good. It feels narrow. Uh, the power feels good. It's just overall, it just feels kind of unstable for me. Okay. It feels a little bit jittery. And I didn't like the feeling of Where is that? Uh, so you feel a little on D-cell, acceleration? Uh, a little bit more on D-cell, coming into a corner. It just feels like it's all over the place. feels like... Front end? A little bit on the front end, yeah. It just it just felt really jittery and nervous. And I didn't like that feeling of twitchy? the bike. A little twitchy, yeah. Okay. Yamaha feels stable. It just All the Yamahas are always stable, but KTM just felt a little bit... Uh, just kind of coming into a corner just felt real uh, unstable for me. What like about it. once in the corner? How does it feel? Feel good in the corner, yeah. Feel good. Suspension felt good. Balanced. Power's good. Uh, and these bikes are so close, it's hard to rate, so these little things are real nitpicky, but um, overall, I just didn't like the feeling of the bike, just felt real nervous for me. Um, overall engine power on the KTM, do you like the KTM better than the Yamaha? I do. The KTM power just seems like it goes pulls hard all the way through, um, and it doesn't fall off anywhere, where the Yamaha kind of falls off a little bit at the top. Not real, not a lot, but enough to where you can notice a difference for me. What about hydraulic clutch? Are you into that? I love it. Oh, you do? I like it. It's so smooth. if you had to choose, like if you had to put a hydraulic clutch on a Yamaha, you'd be into that? Yeah, I like it. Okay. Yeah, I don't know how it is over long periods of time. You know, after getting several hours on it, but I liked it. It's the first time I've ridden with one, I liked it. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. So you like the pull, or you just like the action mostly? I just like it smooth, and it's consistent all the time. There's never... I have to adjust it. It just feels good after a little month. Yeah, we're here. Like I said, Mumford's place is sandy with big jumps. Um, he rips it really deep, so it has really good uh, berms and ruts in the corners. So uh, it's nice to have that hydraulic clutch because it never goes away. You don't have to adjust it anymore. Yeah. It's always there when you need it. Yep. Um, fourth place, brand new bike this year, Honda CRF250R. used to be uh, we used to be a Honda guy, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. Um, what do you think of the new 250? I like the Honda. The Honda feels really good. Uh, the power is good. Uh, overall feels good. Uh, I give it fourth place just because I don't like it. feels nervous to me. It's kind of like the KTM. kind of feels a little bit unstable coming through. Like, And this track's real soft and sandy, so it's kind of yeah. hard to really, really tell. But it kind of just feels a little sketchy coming to corners. So right when you chop the throttle, it has a little twitch to yeah, it? Yeah, and that's, I didn't like it. Like I had, I was kind of like had to stop and um, had to 
I messed a couple clickers a couple clicks just to right. see if that'd help out, and it, it didn't really do anything. But it just feels it, it's balanced. It just feels a little unstable. But the power is really good. The motor's good. So, so what do you like about the power? Because a lot of guys here in this the shootout complained like it didn't have enough torque, like a Yamaha or a KTM. But you can no. rev the shit out of it. You can rev it out um, off the bottom. It seems kind of soft. Right. I didn't like that. But when you get to mid and top, it just pulls and it revs it, and you can rev it to the moon, and it just keeps going. I like it. Um, you use third gear around this track with that bike? Uh, I was in second, I think second and third a little bit. Yeah, um, that's the benefit with the Honda people. When you guys that are, you know, we talked about this, be like, oh, what's wrong with the Honda? Honda's usually first or in the bottom, and um, you, it's just kind of an empty engine feeling down low. And then you really have to be the the, the more aggressive you ride this motor, the more it rewards you. I know I have Dylan Epstein out here, Dan. We'll talk to him later, but like. I think he rides that way, so I have a mm. feeling that he might like that. But yeah, you know, we're getting old, dude. I know. So we need that torque. I guess so. Kind of like chicks, where you like a little bit of uh, lower end, uh, bottom end. You know? <laughs> yes. Like a little flow. <laughs> <laughs> so Honda fourth place. What about suspension? You said balance. So yeah, the suspension felt good. Your um, one eighty five wasn't too soft. No, it didn't feel soft. I mean, and you're not. And, and David's not jumping everything out here, so he's jumping. No. You know, three quarters of the jump. So yeah. when you don't jump something, you land. Is it is a bottom? No, or no, some of these jumps are are you let you if you just it's either it's it. either you do it or you don't. There's yeah. no, there's no in between. So real steep. So you land, you're gonna hard land hard. But I think Honda was the first bike that I rode today, and suspension, the forks were a little soft, but nothing to where I would a couple of clicks would just would just be just fine. But uh, overall, the suspension felt pretty good. Like I said, the Honda felt good, the motor felt good. It just feels a little unstable. You're a picky ass when it comes to ergonomics, obviously. Yeah, so I just like my bike to feel good. That's why. I'm so the Honda, Honda feels okay. Honda feels alright, yeah. I mean, just, I don't that twitchiness we can get out of there with suspension. I don't know what that is. Are you a uh, crossbar kind of fellow? Or are you like, like a non-crossbar? I like, I like twin walls. I like, I like yeah. the crossbar. Rigid. You give me crap all the time for Rigid. it. Rigid. I like that uh, twin wall feeling. Uh, what, what band are you? Um, a graph band, I think. So a 999? Yeah, I think so. So you like an, you like the rental bar. Even though it's I a 7.8, so you still like that crossbar. I do. Feeling. I like that feeling. Yep. Yeah, he. I, I give him shit because he puts a twin wall bar on his Yamaha, and to me, I'm just like, I don't yeah. want that rigidity. But I just don't... It. I like that crossbar. I got on your bike with the crossbar and with the, the co tapers it. and... You aren't it's it. okay. It feels really good. I just don't like that feeling. Yeah. Uh, third place, shocking. Suzuki on the podium. Yeah. Suzuki hasn't been doing shit in the shootout. Really? Last day, it's coming in hot with a third. So I, why do you like Suzuki? I like. I didn't think I like it, but you do. I like it. It, it feels good. The motor's really good. A suspension felt really good. The only thing that you're I don't saying like, good, good. Give me explanations of what's good. People are like, what you the know, fuck are you talking about? The suspension of SAG is set up for you. We're about the same way. Yeah. So okay, let me get to this. So today. We call this baseline day. It's the third day. Yep. We set the SAG middle of the road for everyone because we got a range of people and we try to make everyone happy with a middle of the road SAG. We do this when we do production testing. If we have three testers, I'm the baseline SAG guy. I'm 170 and I'm in the middle between everybody here. Dave's a little bit heavier. There's a couple lighter guys, but we try to get a base setting for everyone here. So mm -hmm. anyway, continue. So yeah, the Suzuki is set up. Uh, we also ride the bike and we're all pretty close to the same weight, but I started riding the bike and it feels good. It coming into corners, it feels good. It doesn't feel jittery or unstable. Uh, coming out of corners, it's the suspension doesn't bounce about, me off the seat. Right. What about the corner? So the cornering and corner is really good. Yeah, and these are some big ruts all the way through the corner, all the way around the corner. So these are some corners or big ruts in them, and it felt good. It just. What about engine? If engine good, the only complaint, the bike hits hard through the, the bottom and the, all the way through the top. Falls off a little bit off the top, but nothing real bad. 
The only complaint I have about the bike is that it feels really small and it puts me up forward over the bars. Like I have to be careful and lean back forward on this bike. That's the only thing I noticed. That's good. Your style could use a little bit far forward. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. But and I get used to the bike. I mean, it felt good. Other than that, I mean, like the Honda, it feels a little twitchy. This bike does not. So, like I said, I'm not sure if that's suspension. I don't know what that is. That's the frame, but overall. So, you got a KYB uh, PSF two forks and air fork. It is. So, air let's fork. say we blindfold you. We've been asking these questions throughout the shootout. Could you tell the difference between a spring fork and an and a air fork? I couldn't today. Okay. I honestly could not. I'm not going to lie to you. I, I like spring forks. I, I've never ridden on an air fork. Just today was the first day. So I couldn't tell the difference. I don't so know. You're, I mean, you're not picky. So uh -uh. all this shit that I've been talking about, air forks, is a bunch of bull crap. But you can, you can, you can live with it. I could. I mean, would you buy and bike with an air fork? Yes or no? I would say no, just okay. because of the bad stuff I've heard about them. One, okay, and the, the spring fork just works overall better from what I hear from you and guys like you know Joey Loff, our friend who. who I'm, had, not, I'm not the gospel, Dave. I know you're not, but when it comes to bikes, I listen to you. So, okay. I don't know. I've heard bad things about air forks, and everybody's switching back to the spring fork. So my bikes have spring fork, and that's all I know. Um, Suzuki hasn't changed much, obviously, but there's still a place for the Suzuki, like I've been telling you guys in the podcast. If you put a little bit of more engine, it has good bottom to mid for me. If you get a little bit more mid to top pulling power, I think this engine could really do something. And, you know, Dave is not the best cornering guy. Like, he, he corners good, but, you know, he could use help in some corners. I think Suzuki would help you mm -hmm. and help you get your technique down a little bit. Like, you're saying it pushes you far forward, which you could yeah. use. Yeah, those are going to come up over the bars more. Right. Um... Husqvarna, second place, FC250. Yeah, I'm shocked. I've never ridden a Husky before, and I like this bike as soon as I got on it. It just feels good. It feels a little bigger than the Suzuki. Let's let's compare this real quick. So the Husky and the KTM are very, almost identical bikes, besides yes. swing arm, um, muffler, and airbox. Okay. What feels different between the KTM and the Husky? Why so many bikes between the two? I I can't really tell you. I rode them back to back, okay. and I just the Husky just feels like a bigger bike. It feels more of a... For me, like a 450 almost is okay. big. Can you, can you, is the engine feel a little bit better than the KTM? I really couldn't tell difference in the motor. Okay. The motor feels exactly the same. Maybe that's just because they probably are the same. Well, but. a muffler will help the engine. To, to me, the Husky pulls a little bit harder mm -hmm. uh, off the bottom. I just know a little bit more snap, which is weird to me. Mm -hmm. um, but So what, what ranks the Husky up farther than the KTM? It just the, the Husky for me just feels overall it just feels like a better feeling bike. The suspension feels the suspension feels good on all the bikes. I mean, I'll clarify that. So I'm trying to be as detailed as I can with yeah, what yeah. I'm saying. But the Husky just feels good all the way around. The, maybe the bar combo. Uh, it's funny because the bars are different. I didn't mention that. So the bar is a pro taper bar. Okay. And the KTM has a neck end bar, mm. which is a little bit stiffer. But you being a, a stiff guy. Uh, yeah, maybe. You would like the neck end. Maybe so. But you don't. But you like the Husky. I like the Husky. The Husky just feels good. And I'm going, I can't be as... You know about testing bikes more than I do, so right. I'm just giving you what I basically feel. Yeah, like. you're a weekend guy. You, I mean, yeah. you're a fireman, so basically you have more days off than you work. <laughs> work 10 days a month. That's right. So you buy a bike every year. Would you buy a Husqvarna? I would. Yeah. Um, I like the Yamahas, like I said, so I'm a 450 guy myself, so 250 is a little bit different, but... A Husky, I would like. I would buy. The only thing I like about the Husky is looking at the bike now. The plastics are white and they just get jacked up. Yeah, they're black on the side where we grip. Yeah, it just it's a mess. Yeah. So, dude, beautiful bikes when they're new. Yeah, sexy looking. And if you're like me, who likes to keep their bike their stuff clean, it'd be it'd be a pain in the butt. Let me just give you a snippet on David, people. 
David is the epitome of clean, okay? So we're doing these interviews out here at the track, obviously, on demand here. This is Chris Kiefer on demand. <laughs> and we're in David's truck, and it's immaculate. You ever go in your buddy's truck, and it smells like cotton candy and pink lemonade? Like you're at a strip club, but cleaner? <laughs> this is what David's truck smells yeah. like. I, I, I get in this truck, and I immediately want to call Heather and say, I'm coming home for you right now. Because mm-hmm. it's real nice. What do you, what's the move here? Just what's the what's the tree? Is there a tree in here? There's a tree. Coconut. Okay. Coconut. Are you guys out there that want to smell like a chick's truck? Put fourteen coconut trees in your <laughs> truck. <laughs> Let's get back on topic. So Husqvarna FC two fifty second place. Um, you like the motor's the same for you. Suspension maybe a little bit stiffer for you feel. Yeah, I, I really can't tell you what. It just the bike feels better overall. Maybe the feet, my f- foot positioning uh, against the shrouds, the bars. Um, I can't really tell you what it is. It just feel, feels overall better. It feels stable going to A corners. lot of these guys that don't know bikes or testing bikes that I've had over this course of this podcast say the same thing. Like, I can't tell you why, but it just feels better. Yeah, I, I'm trying to put it into words so, so, so people can relate to it, but it just feels stable. It feels good, and it's it's really hard because these bikes are pretty close. So right. um, I can just tell you, you know, like this, uh, the, the KTM, uh, the YZ, just those bikes did not feel good to me today, and these bikes did. Kawasaki first. Yeah. And it hasn't won all this really? whole that hasn't won one wow. one opinion. Um, so why do you like the Cowie over everything else? I rode Cowie last today. And, and last. So the track's choppy right now. The bike just feels bigger. It feels good. It feels almost like a 450 to me. Okay. And the bar combination, the way that feels the controls are perfect for me. Okay. The motor is on on point. Hits hard from the bottom all the way, th- all the, way through the top. Uh, and and I was, I, let me just clarify this too for you guys be for transparency out there. I have a different map. So... People ask me, it's not fair if you change maps on one bike and not the other. I change maps on bikes that are available. So KTM and Husqvarna doesn't have a map for me to try. Yamaha has a map, an extra map for me to try. Cowie had an extra map. Honda didn't have one, so you have three from Honda. So if they're available, I try them. And Kawasaki, uh, Mike Chavez at Sunrise had a map to get a little bit more torque and pulling power. And that's what's in the bike right now, and you like that. I did. I liked it. Uh, the bike just felt good, feels stable all the way through. Some of these straightaways are real sandy, and I could just lean back on the gas, and the bike would just move around, but full, fully stable. It just felt bigger to me. It, it's funny because you like a stiff feel, and I uh, do. the SFF fork to me has that stiff, stiff, rigid feeling. So uh-huh. that's probably why you get along with Maybe it. Maybe so. I, like I said, first time I've ridden with that kind of fork. So, but the bike just felt the best, and I didn't think I had my mind made up on the Husky, and then I rode the Cowie, and I'm like, dang, this is tough. Right. Um, because they're just super close. But now the tracks are rough as it's been. It's a little dry. It's a little silty. Corners are... Uh, it's definitely rougher than it was this morning, so... Let's get to the cornering. Sorry, mm-hmm. I didn't mean to cut you yeah. off. Do you think the it's best cornering bike in class or no? No, I think the Husky felt better cornering for me. Okay. But the Cowie just felt everywhere else. The straightaways... Straight line stability? just felt good. I mean, the bike overall feeling just feels good. It feels a little bigger for me. Um, I like that. I don't like a. Sm- I don't feel like I'm like the Suzuki. Feel like I was riding a, a mini bike in right. sort of way. Yeah. Where the Cowie just feels like it's a 450. Stretched like out a little. Yeah, bit. stretched out exactly. We've been telling about. We've been talking about this the whole 450 podcast, 250 podcast. I mean, the Cowie frame is so good, dude. Like it, the absorption of the Cowie frame is good. And I, we, I would just like, man, if it had spring fork, holy shit, it, it might win because the engine. Mm-hmm. To me, it's a little better than last year. I know you don't know the mm-hmm. details of the engines, but th- this engine's a little bit better, I think, than last year's engine. Um, with this map that I have, and if you guys want it, you can email me at chris at keyforinktesting.com, and I'll send you the map because I have it. Um, and I, I feel like it's right there. for low suspension work, um, the motor's you know, not 
grazy on top like the KTM and Husky, but to me, dude, that it pulls better than the Yamaha. Mm. It pulled good all the way through. I liked it. And like I said, I wanted to ride it. I did like a good 15-minute motor on it today, and it felt good. I right just, away, you are comfortable. I just liked it. Yeah, right away comfortable, and that was the first time. It took me a couple laps, and other bikes kind of used to it. This one, right off the bat. And uh, maybe it's just the suspension's dialed in for me. I don't. I can't tell you for sure, but right. it just feels overall good, and that was the best-feeling bike for me today. All right. Well, there's David Martinez, white boy David Martinez. Um, final overall ranking, KX, Husqvarna, Suzuki, Honda, KTM, Yamaha. Chassis ranking, you ranked it. Cowie, Husky, Suzuki, Honda, Yamaha, and KTM. And the suspension, oh shit, you, Cowie, Suzuki, Husky, Honda, KTM, YZ. Yeah, YZ last? Yeah. I. The overall thing on the bike does not, the suspension didn't feel good. It felt really soft. God. Um, and like I said, I'm a YZ guy. You know I like YZ. Yeah. So it's, That's it hurt rare. my feelings to do that. But, right. Well, and maybe if we adjust this stuff, maybe I could get it better, but that's where it fell today. Um, engine ranking, Kawasaki, Suzuki, Husqvarna, Honda, YZ, KTM. So very cool. Like I said, today, it really brings out the bike's qualities today, man. I mean, you're on a baseline setting all day. You can see, okay, which bike is the most, which bike can be adaptive to everyone here? And there's only, I only got five dudes here, right? So it's not huge, but it really does show what bike can be a well-rounded machine for everyone. So, um, thanks for coming. Yeah, thanks for inviting me up, man. I appreciate it. Anything you want to talk about besides uh, no, I, chicks? I love you. Okay, I, I love you too. Thanks for inviting me out. Yep. Um, when are you getting married? Uh, not sure. Probably another six months next summer. We should do a podcast. Some listeners probably like After Dark. Um, oh man, we, me and David, been through some. We stuff. got some stories, dude. Yeah, we have done electric, some fun electric sacks on the way to Vegas. Electric sacks. We have <laughs> Heather and some of uh, other experiences that we've had. Uh, David had a couple chicks that were hot. David always pulled hot chicks. <laughs> Good for you, man. We're gonna end it on that note. You know what? Thanks. Later, everybody. <laughs> What's up, everybody? We're back. Day three, 250 MX shootouts. I am with Kelly Gelhouse. He was in our 450 shootout on day day three, I think. So you're a day three guy. Put that mic up to your face. Yes. Okay, there you go. So Kelly is uh, loves dirt bikes, rides all the time. He owns more than one machine. Um, you're pretty frugal. You don't really go buy a brand new bike all the time, but you, you have. That is that is correct. Um, give me your height, weight, age. 5'9", 230, 47 years old. You don't need to rewind, everyone. It said 230. <laughs> <laughs> people say, it's too heavy for a 250F. Well, dude, I see people out there riding at Milestone and Cahia on 250Fs that are bigger than Kelly. And do you feel like you can ride a 250F better than a 450? I figure when I ride a 450, I have a Honda 450. I figure I can get hurt quicker on that 450 than I can the 250F because the power is so abrupt. Uh, I feel a 250F is good because then you can focus on turns and uh, and just riding it hard. And you feel like you're going fast even though you're not going as fast as a 450. Um, so getting tired is obviously something that you're worried about and getting whiskey. Oh, absolutely. I, I sit on the bike, and sometimes I have to use the clutch to stop the throttle from turning. <laughs> okay, so for all you guys listening out there that get tired, bigger dudes, and want a 250F, it's not a bad thing to have less horsepower. I know you guys want to dick measure with your, your with your buddies, or you feel like, ah, oh, horsepower is king, I'm, I'm going to go better because it has more power. That's not always the case. The case is you need to ride the machine, and with the 250F, you probably can do that, you know, basically what Kelly's saying. So... Going from 6th to 1st, Suzuki. Yeah, Suzuki, um, 
It's great, like right out of the turn. It's I think it's right, almost right there with you know maybe third, fourth, and fifth place. But um, it seemed to dive quite a bit. Uh, no electric start. And um, okay, so that's a and I think we talked about this in four fifty. That is something that you look into for a bike is an electric start. If I'm buying a bike, uh, you know, you were just saying how frugal I am. I'm always thinking about resale because I don't keep any of my bikes very long, and. Uh, I, I used to say, you don't need electric start, you don't need electric start. Well, I like it now. Right. <laughs> I like it, and uh, I know that I sure, won't you like even... kickstands. I do like kickstands. <laughs> I'm kickstand life right now. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it, no electric start is not a big deal because one of the top bikes doesn't have electric start, and it really goes good. I think I could look the other way on that one. So Suzuki basically ranked it down on purely engine? Or suspension. Suspension. Now, you know, and it's almost not fair because I'm so heavy on these stock suspensions. Right. Uh, but some of them actually were still pretty good, fun. They squatted down, turned really well. The Suzuki was a little um, a little sketchy. Like, it, it, it knifed. It, it, oh, it knifed uh, had a little a oversteer to it? Yeah. Um, and we're in, like, and, and, we, and you heard this before in the podcast, before in the interview, is it's sandy. So you got it ride hard to stay on top of it and really get in these corners to stay yeah well with the sand you, you're front you don't there's no rut to stay in for right. for a guy like me so you just go and it just it doesn't seem as stable as some of the other bikes i rode okay so and you said bottom end feels good but after that it kind of dies off it, it, there's yeah it's uh bottom end is fine but there's not any excitement after that ergos um i you know what every bike i sit on feels pretty good you okay. know they feel even though they're the same size and everything as a 450 they feel a little bit smaller right you know and i don't know if this is my weight squashing them down but they all feel good getting on the bike yep kawasaki fifth place um a couple reasons why you do like the cowie actually the cowie motor is i think the motor is better than the rest of the bike the suspension was was had a little bit of a harsh feeling yeah um it, it it's twitchy wants to turn just as good as the suzuki for me I'm, i like more stable stuff i'm more you know more of an off-road guy doing this moto shootout but you do gps and stuff yeah, yeah and it's not as stable so if i was riding uh you know a tight track like paris or milestone i might maybe it'd be a little bit better but in the sand and open track it's just a little a little divey for me right um Kawasaki's, you know, they're talking about ergos. Are you a crossbar guy or are you like no crossbar? You know, I noticed they had different bars on them when I loaded the bikes up this morning. When I'm riding it, I didn't notice any difference at all. I didn't notice one was stiffer, one had more flex or anything like that. So, And fork feel, SFF fork. Do you have much time on SFF fork? Is that the air fork? No, it's not. It's a single-sided spring fork. Okay, I, was that what they had in 2011? That's what I I had. It's a, been a, it's been in the, it's been in circulation for a while. I don't know if it goes that far back. Yeah, I had a weird. Uh, I had a KX 250F that I liked a lot in 2011, but I didn't. Uh, it was harsh. I used it for enduro cross. That's about it. Right. So, um, yeah, the the fork isn't all that great. If you're looking for a fork, I don't think you'd be looking at the Suzuki or the. Um, the Kawasaki. The Kawasaki in a stock form. I right. know anybody can make them good, but they don't come that set up for me. Um, fourth place, Honda CRF250, all new Honda. Um, you, you've you owned Hondas, or you do own a Honda I, 450. Yeah, I have a 17 450 right now, ridden it once. Um, but uh, yeah, the Honda, fourth place, still, it could have won. Okay. Um, so it's like from fourth to first is pretty close? I think so, yeah. Um, the, the two bikes in the the two bikes in the middle, yeah, the two bikes in the middle actually 
have everything okay. except the suspension that first and fourth has. Okay. That's that's I think that's all they're missing. Otherwise, they'd probably go one two. So Honda has a good suspension. For Honda you? has great suspension. The bike felt really good. The only thing I didn't really care for on the Honda was the lack of bottom end power. This has been the theme for all for this whole shootout is lack of bottom end. You well, know. I'm a you know I'm a I'm a slower uh, you know moto guy, and so I get on the on the gas a little bit later. I don't carry as much corner speed, and I like to have that hit right. to maybe get me over the the small jump that I'm going to hit or whatever the case is. But the Honda was it was surprisingly it pulled really good. It, once it got up into the meat of the power band, mid to high. It was not different than my 350 KTM. So you like you don't mind revving a bike. You'd rather have lug it, but I mean, obviously, you don't mind holding it on and revving it. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's easier to have to be able to rev a bike out and control the power than just have an instant power right away. Right, and that's the theme with the Honda. Honda actually revs farther than any other bike in the class. I'm pretty sure by maybe a few hundred RPM. I I'll, I'll check on that, but I'm pretty sure it it, uh, it revs farther than anything. And actually. Before Honda, I think Honda tamed it down. I think Honda had it um, even rev further. But I think they tamed it down for for durability purposes. So, uh, yeah, that's one of the strong points on the Honda. Is just man, it could pull, pull, pull. But well, and the Honda has electric start, so it. I mean, it could really, it could be, it could be one. I wouldn't be surprised if some people have it rated one. But so, like, you're getting ready to go Takati, and is it enduro or hairscarf this, this year? You know, it's an enduro. It's three twenty-five mile test, so it's an enduro, but it's not the old school timekeeping. It's just a. Could you ride a Honda, this Honda in enduro? You think it need more bottom end? I would want more bottom end. Last year, I was on a two hundred and fifty FX, yeah. and every time there'd be an opening to try to get by somebody, the bike didn't have the power to get me by them. So this year, I'm going on a three hundred and fifty. But th- it would be a lot of fun. Right. All every one of these bikes would be fun because it's single track. There's not really jumps. I think that whether I was riding a Suzuki or anything else, it would be they'd all be fun down there because it's turns. They all turn great. Um, but I would rather have more power. Right. Third place, KTM 250SXF. I really like this bike this year. Um, has an air fork. Blindfold you. I've been asking this question. Someone blindfold you, you go ride the bike. Obviously, you can. But if you did, could you tell the difference between spring fork and an air fork? You know what? I actually didn't look at the bikes. I couldn't tell you exactly what bike has an air fork. It, you, you just go you ride and Kawasaki, feel it. You yeah. just told me, yeah, I ride them. Uh, the the forks are a little harsh. I, I think this bike and its its brother or sister, however you want to put it, would would possibly go one two if they had you know some uh, Kiaba or possibly Shawa suspension on it. Yeah. Um, the the bike was good. I I was. Uh, uh, talking to somebody, I was saying how the the 250 doesn't seem as harsh as the 450. When I did the 450 riding on those two bikes, I had kept to get in the clank feel on those bikes, and so that held them back from being able to win. But they have everything: electric start. You get on the bike, they feel they feel good. Great brakes. Uh, the clutch the clutch pull is better than all of the other ones. Even though all these bikes are brand new. This that that hydraulic clutch is great. Um, pulling power on KTM. How do you how do you feel about the engine? I I was surprised when you just told me a minute ago that the Honda revs longer because the KTM revs long. It's like it yep. just it's it's pretty balanced though. It's got a better bottom end than the Honda. It just and it just keeps rolling on. It's pretty easy to ride. Yep. Um, you ranked the Husky second. Just jumping up a little bit. Let's compare those two a little bit. Mm-hmm. So we, we, you guys have been hearing me out there that are listening that you know swing arms different, mufflers different, airbox. Why is the Husky ranked a little bit more you know, uh, higher than the KTM? So 
for me the the motor seemed easier to ride almost like it doesn't have as much of a hit but it seems like it pulled just as long as the ktm seems smoother there is a little a little whining noise i hear when i ride that bike and mm -hmm. it's not i don't think it's the clutch i don't know what it on is on the husky on the husky okay so but it's normal and i said something to uh somebody here and he says well i don't i don't know what you're talking about but i i heard it i wrote it and um yeah, the bike's the bike's great. I mean, it's set up good. Um, now that I have this KTM 350 that I ride on my own, I'm actually really getting comfortable and familiar with the brakes. And are they touchy to you? Are they just good? You like them? I, I'm used to them. I, I, I've been put on the ground when I didn't ride KTM's. Yeah, front right. I was put on the ground one time, but they no, they seem really good. Man, if you guys are out there that come from a Japanese bike onto these, you know, the Husky or the KTM, dude, they're grabby. So just know this: like if you grab a little bit, it's gonna stop in a hurry. So I call them grabby. They're not as progressive as the other bikes. So uh, just know that. Um, ergonomically both feel the same yeah they're very similar i mean i, I would I, I don't know if they do i bet you the most of the parts just interchange yeah. you know they they feel they feel pretty similar to me it's almost silly comparing the ktm and the husky because you know everything looks the same but they do they do feel different but if you go to a bike shop you look at them they look the same i mean the parts look like they change right over right um i was surprised by the husky as well i really like it i thought it had better bottom end feel than the ktm I don't know if you noticed that or not. I, I didn't notice that, but it had a, it just seemed like the it, it it didn't seem like it hit as hard. It uh -huh. seemed like it was easier to ride, but not by a, a lot. Okay, uh, Yamaha ranked number one for you. Reasons why it's first. Boy, the bottom end. We just talked about how you know I I come into turn slower and I want to get on the gas and I, I could lug second gear and as soon as I hit it, it was pulling me. It, it felt really good. Um, the stock bars on the bike felt a little bit low. But it really feels it, it helps in the turns. You're right. already it feels like the bike squatted in leans. Um, it feels like it's it feels like a modded 250 just right. stock form. It's just fun to ride too. Like I know, like when I ride, I just have that fun factor. We always talk about excitement and fun feel, and I do feel like the Yamaha has that fun factor off the bottom end. I think that's perception as far as leading to the motor. Like oh man, this is this is a good time. Yeah, and it didn't it didn't seem to pull as long as some of the other bikes, but it had so much. Power, you could shift again, you know, three quarters of the way through, or you could rev it out. It, it revved out just fine, but it feels the motor in that bike is my favorite of all of them, and it feels like a race bike. What is missing, though? Okay. What it's missing, and it probably doesn't get one, I would guess, because it doesn't have electric start. Okay. But I would buy that bike based on how it rides rather than so you worth gonna kicking it. it. You know, you'd kick the shit out of it just so you can have a fun time on. Yeah, it. you could you could start these bikes probably barehanded. You know, they're not very hard to kick. It's just it's nice to have, but maybe the performance is added by not having that extra weight of a starter and a battery. Suspension, you like balanced suspension? Suspension, on this? as heavy as I am, I could ride that bike the way it is. Maybe they're not broken in. Eventually, I'd need to respring it, but the suspension's really good, and it's it's like it's real nice and consistent from the top to the bottom. Right. It doesn't like go down nice and smooth and then bam hit something it's it, there's no harshness to it right where a lot of the other bikes had a spot where it got harsh okay well there you have it this uh kelly's rankings are yamaha husky ktm honda kawasaki suzuki chassis he ranked yamaha honda husqvarna ktm kawasaki suzuki and in the suspension category he ranked yamaha honda husky ktm kawasaki suzuki 
Engine, Yami, KTM, Husky, Honda, Kawasaki, Suzuki. And on your comment, it says, Yami, Yami feels very aggressive. Feels like a modded race bike. Yeah. Yeah, I agree, man. It's a good bike. To me, I think KTM's a little bit better than the Yamaha, just for the simple fact of ease of riding. I like KTM and Husky. But uh, the top three for me are really close, man. I could go either way on any of those. So I feel like the top three for me are, are very similar. What are your top three? Well, if I was in the shootout um, today, um, I would probably rank it... Um, KTM, Husky, Yamaha. Cowie's close, man. I was almost thinking about Cowie's better than Yamaha because it does pull. But just for the simple fact of suspension, I'm giving the nod to the Yamaha. And then uh, Honda, Suzuki. Honda just needs more bottom end for me, man. It's just, I need more bottom end. Yeah, it pulls great, but you're right. It doesn't have a lot of bottom end. It's almost like the old 125s. <laughs> right, right, exactly. All right, thanks, Kelly. Thank you. All right. Big Air Todd, electric diesel's back. What's day, up? Day three. In the desert. In the desert, and BFE. Beautiful day, though. It is a beautiful day. Could be better. Kids are still ripping out, riding, and we're doing interviews. I should be riding, but we're gonna talk about dirt bikes with you, Big Air. Mm. Um, you said today's way different, right? For a you? lot different. Like, the Suzuki jumped up, in my opinion, a lot, because of the cornering ability, it was just awesome. Okay. Um, it felt like you could enter corners and just lay it down hard in the ruts. What about, so Suzuki's still six, though. You have it six. Yeah, just because of the motor. Yeah. And this is a big motor class. And it's sandy today. And that's where motors really play a big part. Yep. And so what about suspension for you? It felt great. I mean, it was progressive all the way through. It was, it was good on the initial, and uh, I didn't really do any of the big jumps out here. Yeah, so like we said earlier when I was talking to other guys, it's either do or die here. Like yeah. you, You're going to jump it or you're just going to roll it. And Do, then can we tell where we are? Can we? Yeah, tell yeah, them where yeah. We, we said it. Right, Alessi's. Well, Mumford, yeah. Mumford's. Yeah, so Alessi's uh, BFE. Nate Dog. Yep. Roy Abbott. Roy Abbott. This kid's Nathan, Nathan Abbott. Abbott. Nathan yeah. Abbott. Up and coming little mini bike. Carson's out right now, ripping around. Almost swapped out in the whoops right there. Going through tanks of gas. Yep. Um, but basically, it's a sandy track. Sizable jumps. There's there's little doubles too, but I mean these two that right here, that's a big double. That's pretty big, you know. You weren't jumping that last one, right? No, this is just commitment. I didn't want to. Right. I wasn't ready to commit. Yeah, yeah, and that's the thing is too is like the deck wasn't that that much, you know. So if you came up short, it would be pretty bad. So and plus, we're out here testing. It's not like we're trying to prove anything or yeah, or yeah. hanging out. We're riding bikes that you feel like it, what you want to do for, uh, you know, what you would what would you buy, right? Yeah. So I mean, would you buy a Suzuki? Yeah. You would. Yeah, I would buy a Suzuki. I didn't think I would. Right. After last week, but after riding it today, I would buy a Suzuki. So a little engine work. Yep. And it would be good. But I think, yeah, and even for a guy that's my age, that rides my class, you're not going to ride these bikes to their the maximum potential. Right. I mean, yeah, if you're like a pro racer, you're going to need to put some money into that motor. What about 450s and 250 comparison? You're an older, you're 50 years old? Oh, yeah, I'm 50. How much you weigh? Like 155 pounds. 155, good rider, vet expert rider, senior expert, whatever the hell you want to call it. Yes. And, uh you uh getting ready for my AARP card. Would you buy a 250F? Do you like red? Yeah, I do. I've had I have a lot of I have a 450 at home, but it's getting cobwebs. I like these 250s so much. I just want to ride them. Yeah. So Suzuki 6 just for a simple fact of motor. Um fifth place Honda. What did you rank the Honda at uh Sunrise? I can't remember. Okay. So fifth place um and the what? only reason I ranked the Honda in fifth was because of the power band and the way it delivered the power. I didn't really have any low end or mid range, but when it pulled, it pulled on 
top, it was really fast. It's really quiet initially, and you think you're kind of going slow, and then you got to ride that thing. It took me two laps to get on the power band and get it ripping in the corners. So it just needs more bottom end for you? For me, that's what I felt like it kind of was lacking. What about suspension? It felt really comfortable and plush. It's a tinier cockpit right away when you sit in it. It felt like it's set up for a smaller rider. Okay. Like the handlebars and the, and the foot pegs all felt, felt like it. It did take me a few laps. And you're a smaller used. guy? Yeah, 5'8". So ergonomically, Honda's okay for you? Yeah, for sure. I mean, all these bikes are fine. Even like the KTM or Husky, you get on the, on the first like lap or two, you feel a little bit, you know, the bars are a little bit set different the, where the, compared to where the foot pegs are or even, and a few laps into it, you're fine. Right. So Honda's fifth. Um, fourth place is Yamaha. So I know Yamaha, I think, was, was a little higher up in your ranking at Sunrise. It, yeah. It's just the chassis and the sweeping corners. It just kind of, I don't have the confidence in, in the GI. And there's a lot of great sweeping corners out here with whoops in them. Yep. And that really, to me, tests the, the linkage, the swing arm, the chassis, and how it's going to like flex and the feedback you're, you're going to get from the chassis. Right. Which is uh, probably why they so, designed the track the way they did. So you're saying that the Yamaha is a little bit vague in that area? Or, it, or? Just, it just feels like it has, there's a little bit too much coming back to me. Like so the, rebound, pitch. Yes, pitching. Like when you compress the suspension, there's it swaps it, out a little it bit. It kind of feels like it. It, 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 it kind loads. of punishes you more. Is it loads? Yes, and it loads up and unloads. Okay. But so you I, want it to feel a bit more dead. Exactly. Down it. Yeah. And that's a, where I think the Husky and the KTM really come in right. with their chassis. And you, you'd rather have some little bit more dead feeling. Right. And and that could be a steel frame thing. It could be a suspension thing. It could be swing arm linkage. I'm what, not sure. Engine. You like the engine on the Yamaha? It was great. Oh my gosh. Especially out here today in the sand. Yeah. Getting out of the corner. Getting out of the corners. You're just, I don't know. You like that torquey feel? Yeah, really torquey. Um, I'm, I'm using my hands again, guys. Yeah, you, 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 you see me? He's always using his hands. I don't know what to do with my hands. I don't know what to do with my hands. I should uh, just put him in What about pockets? the sound? Airbox sound. Does it bother you? Not at all. Didn't even. You like it? I don't know if I like it. It didn't, didn't bother me. Okay. It doesn't, I don't even think about it, it's really. It's not a pain or anything for you? Nope. Okay. Third place, Husqvarna. Yeah. Let's just do it. Third place and second place. Okay, second place, KTM. Third place, Husqvarna. Why Husky just down from KTM today? Uh, I'm, I'm not even sure. They are both so close. You know, I just felt like the suspension on uh, the Husqvarna was a... It just felt more plush. I don't know. Uh, well, I picked the Husqvarna third, so... I felt, I felt like the KTM had the initial on the forks was a list, initial initially harsher, but the harder you ride the KTM, the more aggressive you rode it, and the more weight you put on the front end, the better it felt and the better it cornered. Yeah, on KTM. What about engine feel between the two? They felt really similar. Did they? Yeah, I didn't really. I just feel like a Husky is a little bit better off the bottom, and it's weird for me because usually it's the opposite. But I mean, I've said this seven times already. But well, I got to put more time on the bikes and ride them more. Yeah. Um, and of course, you like an electric start on both these hydraulic clutches, Brembo brakes. Yep, for sure. Even though I really don't really rank those, but you know, if you fall over like I did earlier today on, the, on a bike, I won't mention. But it did take a little energy out of me to pick it up and get it kick, kicking and kicking it again. And that, and you could lose a race from trying to restart if you're the racing bikes. it right. But if you're just a rider, just having it. Oh yeah, yeah. It doesn't matter. You're not really. Crazy. But I know championships have been lost. Yes. Without electric starts. Yes, absolutely. Um, I don't know if we're going dating ourselves back to like Nathan Ramsey or uh, or David Pingree maybe. Did Ping lose, but because uh, of something like that years ago, I just I'm remember sure someone somebody out there stalled knows. out. Somebody knows that somebody couldn't get the bike started and lost um, the championship. So you said the forks, and that's a little bit of a difference for you too. The fork feel. Yeah. 
Um, Kawasaki won today. I just felt it was the fastest. Okay. It was the most stable. Okay. And it cornered with the most confidence. It, it feels light. I don't know. It just went into corners. You don't almost, even know where you ranked it at Sunrise, do you? It was down on the bottom. Yeah. I'm sure it was like fifth. 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 Yeah. Yeah, that's a crazy so one. That's a big jump for today. Huge jump. And I had a huge jump in the Suzuki, too. I know it's ranked at the bottom, or almost to the bottom in most of the categories, but it still was amazing the way it turned. It, well, just, it just went... The Suzuki's didn't rank real well at the overall just because the motor wasn't as fast. But the the Kawasaki, I feel like I could win races on the Kawasaki right away. Stock. What about suspension feel? I felt it was it was dialed in today. Okay. Yeah, it was. It felt totally balanced. It could be because of sand, sandy, a little bit stiffer feel and less pitching, so it's okay, you know. And so. entering the corners, the the braking bumps out here are kind of big, a little bit, but never it never had any head shake. It was completely planted, completely confidence, completely stable. Entering the corner. There's a lot of there's some braking bumps, but it's chop too. It's yeah. Like a lot of choppy stuff. And the frame is so good on the Cowie, like a bump absorption, it's really good. Yeah, that that's that's the one bike that surprised me most today. Yeah, it surprised me too. Like when I ride the Cowie, I'm like, wow, I can't believe I really like this bike. And I changed the mapping a little bit at sunrise. It's actually not that much, but uh that little bit of pulling power really helps this bike. Yeah, it, it really came up it came up in my rankings. Do you like time. this engine better than the Yamaha engine? That's a good question. I think they're very close. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if I had to take the engine, I guess, and put it in the Cowie, I don't know. They'd be close. But you would take the frame over the oh, Yamaha? i take the green, the Cowie frame over the Yamaha frame. I Let's like. say we want to build a bike out of all these bikes. What engine are you making? Today in the sand? Yes. What engine are you putting in? And let, Let's start with the frame. So we have a frame. What frame are you using? Today in the sand, in the long straights, and the whoops, and the sweeping corners, and the whoops, I'd take the Cowie frame. Okay. So we got the Kawasaki frame. What engine are you putting in the Cowie frame? Take the Yamaha. The Yamaha motor engine. In the Cowie frame. And what, are we, what fork are we using? I don't know. I kind of like the Honda fork. Okay. We're putting the Honda fork. What shock are we using? Maybe the Suzuki. Suzuki shock. <laughs> and what? What? It really seat, handled well. It's what rider triangle are we using? Seat handlebar peg ratio. What? 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 I think I'll stick to the Cowie. The ergonomics of the Kawasaki felt so fine. You're taking a seven eighths nine nine seven one Renthal bend bar. The Kawas I felt comfortable in the Cowie right away in the bar bend. Well, there you go, people. I just built a bike, the ultimate bike for Big Air Todd. That that's what it would be right there. The Good. combination of all those bikes. So today, again, Big Air Todd's rankings, Kawasaki, KTM, Husqvarna, Yamaha, Honda, Suzuki. Chassis ranking, Husqvarna, KTM, Cowie, Honda, Suzuki, Yamaha. Suspension is blank. You failed me on this right here. But so rank there's, the, too, there's too much to go into the suspension. There's so go so ahead much. and rank them, Frank. They're all so good. It's a matter of sitting out here and spending the day adjusting the suspension. On well, you have bike. to rank them right now. You're on the spot because it goes into a suspension ranking. Uh, go I, ahead. I, I, I can't. Uh, let's just say uh, uh, I gotta say today the best suspension of the day. Maybe the. Uh, can I say Kawasaki Suzuki? Nope. You gotta rank Suzuki one. Kawi? No. Engine, engine rank. You said Yamaha, Kawi, Husky, KTM, Honda. No, Suzuki. I really like the suspension here in the Kawasaki today, so that's why I picked it number one. Okay. Uh, but I'm gonna let you fill this out after we're done here. Yeah. So I have a ranking. Maybe I'll do uh, a couple more laps in my head. There you go. All right, there you have it. Big Air Todd's rankings. Thanks for coming out. Thanks. Thanks for being fun. Thanks. Thanks for, Thanks for having me. Thanks for not being too old. Maybe. You're, you're old, but you're young at heart. I appreciate I that. I try.
All right, I guys. Got, I got a good wife. She keeps me young. You do got a good wife. Yeah. Hey, that's the key. It is. If you if your if your family life is shit, I don't know if you notice. Hey, if your family life is shit, motorcycles aren't that fun. Oh no, you're a wreck. Like you think, ah, oh, dirt bikes are fun, but if shit's wrong at home, you can't even ride. You can't even ride. No, it's not good. For I've you. had a buddy. It's not that, even healthy. I've had a buddy that went ride with me after he fought with his wife. Oh. He rode like shit all day. Bad combo. Yeah, dude. He couldn't. He was a mess. And he had to go home and fix his problems before he went riding because it wasn't even fun. No, my wife knows we've been together for 25 years. She knows that when I walk out the door to go ride and she looks at me and says, love you, gives right. me a kiss on the traditional kiss on the neck. The neck? The neck. That's kind of like sexy a little bit. And she always says, have fun. All right. Right away. You're not, no pressure. So for you ladies out there and your dudes that are riding, don't fuck with your men yes. before they ride. Horrible. Bad. That's bad. So Unless you want to visit them in the hospital. So if, if you guys are listening out there and you got a lady... Play back this segment on the show and tell them, don't fuck with me when I go ride. Just be cool. And if you want to yell at me and be a biatch... It's my advice for the day. Do that when I get home. Yep. Don't do it before I go ride. That's your tip for the day, guys. All right, might, guys. It might be your tip for the month. Tip for the life. <laughs> your life tip, yeah. <laughs> All right, thanks, Todd. I'll see you guys. Okay, wrapping up the final opinion for the final day of the 2018 250 shootout is Dylan Epstein. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. He made the long-ass trek from Malibu area. Traffic sucks balls, but he he came through today for me. Made it, barely. He made it, and uh, he has a new ride for next year, but we will not discuss this. It'll be out a couple days, maybe? Yeah. But it's exciting news for uh, for me and all the people out there that know Dylan. That's cool. He gets an opportunity, so that's good, and uh, sure you can head over to uh, Racer X or something in a couple days and you'll find out the info. So don't don't hit me up on emails because I know this is what happens. <laughs> I end up talking about something on a podcast and then you guys hit me up. Hey, hey bro, uh, just tell me where he's going. You know, I'm not going to say anything. I can't do it. Not going to do it. So I mean, Can we tell him the color you think? That's up to you. If you think it's safe. I don't know. Well, it's a color change, that's for sure. It's funny. Let's just give him that. Let's give him this. The color that Dylan is going to ride in 2018 is not his winner in this shootout. But I'm I'm not riding the 250s. But the color. Okay. Okay. He's not. He's on a 450 full time. So, which is good because he rides it better. I feel. But I agree. The winner of the 250 day for him is not what he is racing next year. Correct. So, real quick. Let's get a snippet of Dylan. Dylan Epstein, next year, is racing what? 450s in Canada. Okay, so Canadian series has changed, for those of you guys that don't know. First series is Supercross? Arena Cross. Arena Cross. And then it's uh, Outdoors. Outdoors. And then Supercross. Okay, so how many rounds of Arena Cross do you know? Uh, I think I want to say four. Four rounds. Yeah. So there's four rounds of Arena Cross, and there's eight... Outdoors? Uh, I want to say, yeah, seven or eight. Okay. And then Supercross. Yeah. I don't know how many rounds of Supercross, though. But they will crown a champion for each, you know, category, each, you know, uh, arena cross, supercross, motocross, but there is a grand national champion, I guess, so to speak, that gets a, how much money? Is 100 grand. 100 grand. So the guy with the most points at the end of the year, Yeah. if you do all the series, uh, whether it's 250, uh, 250s get a, lot, a smaller payout, so they're not chasing the 100 grand, it's okay. like 25 or something, but I could even be wrong with that, but 
450 guys chasing 100 grand. There you go. So do you get paid for, let's say you win the arena cross series, you get an X amount for that? Um, from the team, no, but the promoters, they pay you out. Okay. So uh, whatever whatever that is. So do you like the way they're doing it next year? Do you like this or do you rather just stick to one deal? Um, I Personally, I'd like to stick to one deal. Uh -huh. uh, it makes it, I mean... I don't understand arena cross. Right. I, I get super cross. Don't understand arena cross, but right. I guess it's uh, you're just gonna really. It's gonna be challenging for everyone and and every different um, series. Yeah. You know? So someone's gonna be better in, in a different part of each series. And another thing too, we were talking about on the drive up to the track today is how long you're gonna have to stay in shape. Yeah. Nine months. Nine months of racing. Yeah. Is there a break? Where's the breaks at? I think there's like a few of the rounds of a month break between them. Uh -huh. But I mean, you still like, you don't get to rest. You right. know, it's like you get a month off from racing, but you're, you're still going to train. And yeah, ride. you still got to train. You got to be ready. Dude, insane. So it's, it's cool for me to see Dylan get a ride. I've seen him at the tracks for, you know, he was on Pulp, I don't know, a few months ago. And I just said, hey, you know, Dylan's been around for a while. He's been at the high desert tracks, and I've seen him ride. He's always been a good rider. He's a good kid. He's not a douchebag. He's respectful. He has a good heart. I've told you guys this on the podcast before. It's kind of what I look for in some of my dudes that I have. I don't care if you're fast or whatever, just as long as you're a good dude, person. I'm all in on that. So uh, Dylan is that. And uh, so hopefully in a couple days, you'll see what color he's going to ride. He's got a full-on factory ride, so stoked for you. Congratulations. Thank you, thank you. Thank you. Um, but let's get to the 250 shootout here. So he rode all the bikes today over at Mumford's Compound. Again, sandy track, choppy, little choppy. Not huge braking bumps, but just enough for a good chassis feel. Um, loose, loose dirt. Loose dirt, mm -hmm. yep. Um, I know you wouldn't call it make or break jumps. For us, it's not a big deal. But for some of the guys I had today, they are like, oh, shit, there's some big jumps yeah. here. But, yeah. you know, there's normal jumps. Let's just say normal, like sizable landings. Yeah. Oh, In yeah. California, there's no landings. No. That tracks. They, they were tall, so it freaks California guys out. Right, exactly. <laughs> exactly. So, sixth place, shocking to me, KTM. Yep. So... Why the KTM last? Um, for one, it took me a little bit to get comfortable. Okay. Um, the motor is amazing. Yep. So that's a good point. Yes. Okay. So, um, but uh, it's too rigid for me. Okay. Um, and it, even the 450, when I did the 450 shootout, it's just too rigid, uh, too rough of a ride for me. And I, it's just, uh, I feel like I can't ever... I couldn't ever get a hundred percent comfortable on it and be satisfied with the ride. Okay. And it, it, I'm basing all my rides off of comfort. So yep. because I was not comfortable on it, mm -hmm. um, that's why. So when we when we talk about comfort, is comfort to you? I'm able to push. Mm -hmm. That's when you know you're yes. comfortable. Yes. So I can come out of my little box that's the comfort zone that you have i can right. just go out of that yes and it's a wider box for you yeah so the the box of comfort and this ktm if we're talking you know, very small very small and maybe because it's not set up like all the way for me i'm right. not trashing the bike at all yeah it's a great bike but out of all the bikes comfortability for me yeah it that gets in your head when you can't push past a limit yep. and knowing you can't and if you do you could land on the ground that's in your head while you're riding so let's 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 talk about this for the people out there listening probably want to know what where you rank the comfortability like okay how do you know when you hop on a bike and you get on the track what's the first thing that goes through your mind 
able to decipher this is a good bike comfortable wise or not what where we're at on the track um corners to be honest okay. and leading up to a jump okay because you you want to be comfortable for one in a corner you want to be able to hit a corner that's where you're making up your time without having to fight the bike yeah then the biggest thing is jumps you don't want to feel like coming up a jump you're kind of nervous because right. you don't really know what it's going to do i didn't feel that way but i felt close enough where like i had to grip the bike right so um I felt like I had to grab the handlebars tight. I felt like um, I was just fighting it the whole time I rode it. And I put some laps in on it. So it wasn't a few laps that I put some laps in on it. Right. So, but eventually I did get comfortable, um, but not as comfortable as I would want to be where I could push push my limit. Do you care about a hydraulic clutch or not? Um, Does it you know what? It, it makes a big difference when you're coming through corners and stuff. It, it's, uh, I feel like some of the bikes when they get hotter, mm -hmm. that cable starts to get harder to pull in. Right. And uh, it gives you, you know, a little bit of pump up because mm -hmm. the cable's hard to pull Changing, in. Changing, yeah. Where the hydraulic clutch doesn't. Right. It's consistent and you, you have that feel. Once you get, if you're not used to a hydraulic clutch, you get used to it pretty quick. Would you ever want to put that on one of your bikes that you race? Without a doubt. Okay. Because they stay more consistent yeah. and throughout the moto. So you... Are you the type of guy that adjusts your shit all the time in, in the race? Oh, yeah. Uh, this past summer on the Cowies, I had to because the bike would get so hot in the motos because it was hot out. Mm -hmm. The clutch would tighten up for whatever reason. Right. And I'd be in, in the air over some of the jumps flicking the... Oh, so you'd loosen it. Oh, yeah. So it would get tighter. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. That's usually the opposite. Usually you'll get um, more play. Yours yeah, went yeah. the other way. Yeah. I'll be down. Okay. Um, fifth place, Suzuki. Suzuki hasn't been doing the best in our shootout, obviously, just because of the, of the engine feel. So, why? Uh, wh what's one thing that you do like about the Suzuki? Uh, well, dude, the Suzuki shocked me as far as like chassis feel okay. and, and cor uh, cornering and suspension. Yeah. That I sat on it and it felt goofy when I sat on it. Mm -hmm. And when I rode and started hitting corners, I'm like, I'm ripping turns right now and it felt natural yeah. it felt like I didn't have to worry about too much about body positioning because uh, I'll go back to the KTM I had to position my body differently to compensate for the things that it was doing that I was fighting right where the Suzuki bone stock jumped on the track immediately comfortable and I was happy with it all and the suspension I think was the best of the day to be honest really yeah PSF2 KYB fork? Yeah. Really? Weird. Really? So yeah. why why was the fork so good? Why do you like that bike? Why do you like that fork? Sorry. It just felt plush. I'm a plush guy. Uh -huh. And in that sand, it didn't want to tuck. Okay. It didn't want to push. Yeah. A lot of the bikes had the tucky and push feel. Okay. And that was the only one stock that didn't do it. So it just kind of settled in? Yeah. Yeah. Corner, and, I mean... I was able to push it into the corners. Chassis-wise, it's been up there ranking-wise. I mean, because the corner's good. Um... Do you feel it's the best cornering bike out of the bunch? I want to say yes, um, but it's arguable. Um, I won't jump to the bike yet, but it is arguable with one of the other bikes. Okay. When we get to that bike, I'll talk about that. But um, I want to say yes because I felt at the end of the day I rode the bike. Right. I was most comfortable at the end of the day on that bike corner. What about engine on this thing? Bombed on it. Um, just... It's it's a slug. Yeah. And I'm not talking crap. It's no, just, no. It's it is really, what it is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so it's been, that's the MO for it's it. It's facts. Yeah. So, um, 
the bike has potential if you were to drop about five to ten grand into the motor yeah and how good it corners you get a revalve and thing could be worth it but as far as motor goes if you're going to be a guy that's going to be buying the bike you just know that you're going to be buying a slower motor yeah for sure so do you think this more geared toward novice riders and beginner and novice if rider? you're beginning and you're not hitting all the jumps and and uh and you're just starting to learn how to hit jumps yep. then for sure and you're not going for major jumps that are could make or break for sure suzuki's the pinpoint for beginner and novice what about mx52 tires not a fan did you notice that today at all 52s yeah yeah okay yep and then when you race what do you guys use uh i was running dunlop uh 3S? 3S, yeah. And that's okay? You like that feel? Love that. Okay. Uh, the only time we ever changed it was when we went to the sand tracks. We went to MX-11. Right. And that's on a real tire. for It's like a damn pedal. Yeah. yeah. So even on the hard pack stuff, we still ran the 3S. Yeah. So. Um, Yamaha, fourth place. Good engine. People have been saying about the engine suspension. Um, kind of ranked down. I would say for me, a fourth place is kind of ranked down for a Yamaha. Where, um, where at the, didn't you like the Yamaha today? Um, the suspension for the Yamaha, surprisingly, because the 450 stuff was so good. Yeah. I was expecting the suspension to be just as good on the 250. Mm -hmm. Felt soft. Okay. So, um, I bottomed it a few times. And we're at over, over the top bottom, um, over some of the two bigger doubles. So up faces or on landings? On the face on the two big, on the second big double. Yep. After the consecutive doubles, you know, Mm -hmm. the last one. Yep. Um, up the face and on the landing and then on the landing every time of that one out of the corner. There's one out of a corner right there. So, um, every time. And then a few weird, uh, bottoms if I would hit a braking bump, like at a G. Yeah. Which... Some of the bikes do, some of them don't. Um, but uh, it just kind of—I expected it to be good. So for the 250, it was too soft for me. Right. I'm 165 pounds. So, um, and then the motor—I've always heard good things about a Yamaha 250 motor. Yeah, always. Yeah, and it just bummed me out because uh, I expected it to be strong. Okay, and it wasn't as strong as it. I think it should we're out in the power do you think it, it could use more um some stronger pull from mid to top yep for sure okay because i feel like it it pulls good out of bottom into mid and then not as it doesn't fall off bad like a cowie right but it's like it's almost like it just kind of flattens out mm-hmm. and it doesn't fall off it just flattens out and it's like okay i'm going this fast and i'm going to stay this fast yeah so it was harder for me to hit uh, one of the doubles out of the corners and compared to some of the other bikes so um good torquey feeling down low right but oh maybe yeah oh yeah just wish that would carry more throughout yes. the power yes and i and the 450 motor is i know we're not doing 450s right. but from riding the 450 from bottom all the way to the top such a smooth transition and and the power of transfer is so good yeah i thought okay maybe they're gonna try and do the same thing with the 250 and it it wasn't so. yeah i have to agree like uh, for me, and I've mentioned this in other interviews, is I almost feel like the Cowie pulls better and a little bit longer yeah. in spots than yeah. the Yamaha. The Yamaha comes on real strong, torquey, exciting, like, ooh, you get on it, out of the pit, you're like, ooh, this is going to be good. Yeah. But it just kind of peters out a little bit mm-hmm. too soon on top end, so I can understand that. Yeah. But other other than the suspension being soft, it cornered good, and I felt comfortable on it immediately. What about Ergos? 
ergonomics, like yeah. sitting on the bike, rider, you know, the handlebar. When I sat down on it, it felt good. Okay. That the uh, fat, everyone says, that's fat feelings, fat feelings. Do you feel like it's fat? Um, it's a little on the fat side for me because I come from the Cowies, you know? Yeah. So, um, and surprisingly, it's fatter than the 450 yep. still, which I didn't know. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that until I sat on it, but it's not to the point where it's like, dude, this thing it's like, it sucks. Right. Like, it was fine. Yeah, and then last year's bike saying, they, they, I mean, obviously, you probably know this, but 17, 18 hasn't changed for 250F. I think they're going to have an all-new 250F next year. For 19, um, yeah. Probably chassis, and then, you know, cosmetically, it'll look like the 18, yeah. 450. You can and, see that. Um, but, yeah, 18, 450 feels thinner to me. Yeah. Um, and actually, it's weird because I can grip an 18, 450 a little bit better than a 250. I can, too. Um, so, uh, people did complain a little bit about the fat-feeling shrouds, but... I've measured them before. People out there are wondering, it's millimeters difference. There's not that much difference. It's more of a visual thing. Yeah, for um, sure. Um, but Yamaha ranked fourth, third. All new bike for Honda CRF 250R. You've never really ridden a Honda. 14. I did 14. three rounds on outdoors on one. Okay. But other than that, prior to that, I was all in Cowies. Um, I've what, been on Cowies since 09. How do you? So what do you think of that? Let's let's start with the engine. What do you think of the engine on the Honda? Uh, I love the Honda engine, okay. and it—it's the—they kept that same Honda feel to me uh-huh. uh, on the 250s, where yeah. you can rev the thing and it's going to rev to the moon. Right. And I feel like this revs even further than past models. Yep. True. Um, and I love that. And uh, yeah. So we talked about this today, people. Like when Dylan was riding. We just kind of bullshit a little bit about it, and I was like, yeah, I wish I had more torque, and he's like, dude, I love this, like, I like the motor just because it revs so high, because that's where he rides, dude, like, if you watch Dylan ride, he's fast, he's aggressive, so that rewards guys that ride like you. Using using the that type of motor, yes, right. yes, and not all guys that could be at my level or faster than me would like that, right, so it's, it's more about fuel. And, and you feel like what about okay let's say the low end does that even do you even get into that area where it's kind of empty like with people oh, oh yeah I could definitely feel that mm-hmm. but as far as like keeping your corner speed up and keeping the momentum going when you had your momentum going I mean that thing was like a freight train and it, it, it was moving yeah. like it didn't want to ever stop revving out like you could rev it to the moon and it was power was always there yeah did so. you know did you even change the maps you just liked that one map that yeah. map three so he was in the map three aggressive mode. Um, for where we were today, Sandy, I think that's obviously the best one to get you out and it, right. and it pulls. Um, what do you think about chassis feeling, cornering and all that? Chassis, sat down on it, felt immediately at home. <clears throat> felt like it's just comfortable. You know when you sit on a bike, it's just like in your hands and you're like between your legs. You're yeah. just like, okay, yeah, I'm going to have fun on this bike. And you're a 997 guy. Yeah, yeah. And that's no 97178 is the same bend yep, as yep. a 997. Mm-hmm. So I loved it. Yeah. Um, cornering was stellar. Uh, didn't like how soft the suspension was. Okay. So again, it was soft. Yeah. Uh, that's why I kind of rated it a little lower, just like the Yamaha, because <clears throat> it goes back to comfort. Yeah. You know it's soft. You know you can't push it as much. So again, uh, that comfortability feeling was the biggest key for me. Yeah. Even though I felt so good on it, sitting down on it and stuff, things like that. I felt like uh, the bikes where I'm rating them is where they belong for me because of how comfy I was on them, how I rode them in the laps that I did, and how I felt throughout the laps. Let's say, well, I'm going to ask you this question. I'll ask you at the end of this question. This is a good question. Okay. But um, So, Chas, you think the Honda turns better than the Suzuki? Um, 
Only because I want to... Tough, right? It is a little tough. Um, I feel like it does turn better as far as, uh, as speed goes. Okay. So I would push in some of the same corners as the Suzuki. And the Suzuki... I don't know. <laughs> it's tough to I think, think about. Because here's how I feel about the... I feel like... Getting into the corner, yeah. let's say there's a corner up ahead. The Honda, I can get into that corner better yeah. than the Suzuki because the Suzuki to me is a little, it predicts my corner because the straightaway before right. it. Yep. That's how I feel. I Once I'm in the corner, mm -hmm. like I'm in here now, yeah. Suzuki lays down better. Yeah. But to me, I can ride, like you said, yeah. I can ride the Honda faster into the corner mm -hmm. because my momentum is better yeah. on the Honda. Yeah, I could see that. Um, I think that's how. I felt as well, yep. and I felt though the Honda would get a little unstable sometimes. Mm -hmm. This is where the Suzuki didn't. But that again, the Honda motor was faster. You're going a little faster. I feel yep. uh, comfortability on it's a little better. Um, even though Suzuki again felt super comfortable. Yeah. Um, I I would say they're about. I mean, it's like that fifty fifty thing. It's like you take or you give. A so splitting hairs. It's really whatever. Uh, I, I felt like the Honda how I like to ride the bikes right. is, a, is a little better than the Suzuki. Even though the Suzuki corners like a champ. Electric start, you like all that? Love it. Yeah. It makes it so nice. I mean, I wadded on the Honda today. Oh, you did? That's oh, right. I yeah. forgot about it. You right. washed. So, I, I didn't ask you. What did you do? Stupid. Stupid. Okay, this is good. Tell I me. Knew, I, I knew I was going to crash, too. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what happened? I was, like, not set up for the rut. Okay. And I'm like, oh, I'm going to After climb. the roller whoops? Yeah, after yeah. these rollers. Yeah. And front end's not settled down yet uh -huh. I'm going to climb over this rut and get back into it uh -huh. and I knew it wasn't a good idea but I did it anyways Yeah, wadded it so did you tuck it? Is oh that... yeah oh it tucked because um, suspension a little soft mm -hmm. so it just had that little tuck gesture to it just a low side oh yeah yeah probably pretty, pretty fast right there though hit my face right on the ground yeah, yeah. face took all the impact I looked over at Dylan I was riding by and he shook his head and I'm like well I know he's okay he looks like He's okay, yet pissed, so I just kept riding. I just no, kept moving along. I wasn't mad. I was just like, man, it's like a, I do, it's like a weekly thing. Right. And I got to stop it. And so you crashed like, on my bike today, too. Yeah, but, okay, that, I don't know how I did that. Oh, well. I was I, moving, yeah. and I had a good flow going. All of a sudden, the front end tucked, because, I mean, your bars are so powerful. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I've got Pro Taper SX Race Band, which is a low band, and he says I've got Abe Hangers. Dude, he rolls them forward like you see dudes on, like, uh, those chrome bikes. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> not cholo out, dude. Yeah, dude. Oh my god, that's like a beach cruiser bar. That's what he thinks. And it is. like the levers are like almost pointing back to him, you know? Like down? <laughs> really? For me, dude. You like them up more than that, dude? Not? Uh, yeah, yeah. Really? But my bars are also rolled backwards. Uh, but how tall are you again? Five seven. Oh, you're a baby, dude. Dude, I'm just a little. Like, you want to grow some man shit? Yeah. Come over I'm my a way. Horse jockey over here, bro. <laughs> <laughs> so Honda third. Um, he likes the engine people, so the, the shit that I'm complaining about, the Honda, I'm older, I like more bottom in, he likes to go hyperactive. He's so. a ride a 450. Uh, that's my problem, <laughs> is I ride too much 450, <laughs> I need to get back on small bikes. Um, second place, Cowie. Cowie did really good today with a lot of guys. Yeah. Um, why, why are the Cowie so high? What did you like? Uh... The at home feeling, yeah. The Cowie, I, I feel like to me, I know a lot of buddies that they sit on my Cowies that I've had in the past, and they've owned other brands like KTM, Honda, Yamaha, all the above. 
they sit on my bike and they're like, dude, this thing feels good. This is the first thing they've always said. Yeah. And being a privateer and choosing Cali, mm-hmm. that's why I chose Cali, because of the comfortability factor. Yeah. I felt like I could push. I knew the bike. I've been riding them since 09. I know the bikes. I've done a bunch of R&D with the guys. Mm-hmm. I know how they run, all the above. Yeah. So my thing is comfortability. You yeah. sit on it. You're at home. The bars feel like you're you right know there. what to do. Exactly. Yeah. So, um, and on top of that, the suspension's good. I mean, the bike is an all-around fair handling bike yeah. and pulling bike. It doesn't do anything great. It doesn't do anything no. too bad for no. you. Yeah, it's just there. It's. I feel like it's like more one of the centered bikes. Yep. I feel like Yamaha's a bit centered as well. Mm-hmm. Um, they're just there. They're doing good. Suspension's good. Motor's good. That's about it. I got a question. Let's say, would you rather have a more precise cornering machine or a more stable machine if you had to choose uh, more stable so you want a little bit more stability less yeah. cornering character yeah because you can compensate for it's uh, you know body positioning with that yeah see so. that's what I'm saying people what you just said mm-hmm. is what I've been saying all along yeah. about some of these bikes they're like Yamaha sucks in corners blah 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 I get it if you're not a very good cornering guy just like you said, Suzuki just kind of falls in and feels good. Mm-hmm. But what you said with the Suzuki is like, I adjusted my technique. Yep. You guys listening out there, try that. Instead of just bitching and saying it doesn't corner and going, I need some clamps, I need this. It's very hard, though. You get, uh, even myself and I'm sure a lot of other pros get so one-minded. You know, yeah. you get set on your track, you're stuck on it. You yeah. know what you like to do. And it's just like anything in life. It's like a bad habit we all have right. as, as people. It's you like know? that chick you can't get rid of. <laughs> right. Dude, dude. So, but I, I'm, but I'm, I have a good one now. I have a good one now. You do? Yes. I thought you didn't have any now. No, I do. Oh. Well, we're going to talk about that at the end. Yeah. yeah. Um, from Canada? Oh, yeah. No wonder. They're all cool in Canada. Yes. Dude, chicks are cool in she Canada. She is awesome. Yeah. Couldn't, couldn't ask for better. Jamie Routley is Dakota's chick. Yeah. She did day two in my shootout. Okay. We had some girls for the shootout. Cool as hell, dude. Yeah. They're all cool, yeah. mellow, laid it back. Doesn't, it doesn't matter how hot they are Thank or you. not, dude. It doesn't matter. Zero attitude. Right. Just they're themselves. Don't I bring mean, her down here. Uh, do not bring her to California. <laughs> no, she's trying to get me to come up there. So Better. We'll see. Because if you bring her down here. She gets the mentality. Yep. Yep. Nope. Leave her up there. Mm-hmm. She's coming, though, to visit. Okay. Keep her, uh, keep her in the weeks. house. Yes. Do not let her out. <laughs> well, she's going to see, like, so she's never been to some places, so i got to show her around. Okay. You know? Yeah. So she's going to enjoy it, but she's all for me, dude, and she's uh, never had a chick like her, dude. Oh, that's so, good. Yeah. God, we're going off subject, but yeah. this is, yeah. we can start yeah. our own podcast yeah. with chicks. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what were we talking about? Oh, the Cowie. Yeah, Cowie. <laughs> but anyway, people out there, you can adjust your technique a little bit. To make the bike corner better. Don't go be in a rush to go buy some fucking $600, $1,000 clamps because that's what you think you need. Try technique first and Trusting then... bars, levers. Yeah, and just try so much to stuff. change on bikes nowadays. Um, what do you think of the Cowie's engine? Um, same engine. I mean, it's different from... So I see that you ranked it fifth. Yes. Uh, I'll tell you why. Because they... Even though they changed it, for what, for 17, right? Yeah, some minor tweaks in yeah. there, yeah. So they changed the head, the decking of the head or whatever, yeah. right? So it got better. It got faster. Right. But it still has the major fall-off 
of on the top. Yep. Mid to bottom is just unreal. Yeah. It just goes, and then right after mid, just you hit top for like a second, and then just falls. That's up. it. The window's not very. Yeah. 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 Where the Yamaha stayed there, yep. it just flatlined. The Cowie drops. Okay. And I could have ranked the Yamaha a little higher as the overall, but you know. Um, I just felt like the Cowie and the Yamaha are just kind of like just a medium bike. They're just there, dead center. Um, Nothing st- stands out. How close are these top bikes for you? Like your top ranking from third to fourth, are they all pretty close? Or are they oh, second? yeah. It's hard to... For me, I mean, the Ka- the KTM and the Suzuki, no-brainer. That was for me. Yeah. Easy for me to pick. But the top four was hard yeah. because there's so many things I liked about them so much right and it was it's hard I had to really think about what I enjoyed the most you know when you think about Kawasaki and I this surprised me too I don't think about lightweight right. dude the Cowie feels light yeah and it's because how thin it is yeah and I feel it's like even the 450 feet. feels light yeah. to me yeah like I'm like riding it's like damn I'm usually not a big yeah. big cornering guy with the Cowie but I loved it when yeah. I was at Sunrise. Big I cornered shit, good. man. Big That's a really good cornering bike. Yeah. I feel like the Kawasaki is kind of like the the bike that doesn't get a, a lot of play in these shootouts, and it's ranked down, but it's pretty damn good, you know? I, I should have ranked... Uh, I think the Cowie and the 450 should have been a little higher, like, as far That's, as, I, you know? Yeah. But I, fair, I gave it a fair gift. Just from that day, yes, right? Yes. I understand that you're more comfortable on it yeah. and all that, but it's but, like, hey, we're talking about the day. Yeah, the day. So, right. and I felt like the Cowie deserved to be where it's at right now. Yeah, it's good. Um, winning Husky. Are you yes. surprised? Oh, yeah. Because, uh... Have you had much time on one besides no, shootout? Zero. Okay. I rode the 450. 450 was good. Didn't amaze me too much, but it was good. Yeah. Um, what amazed me is the 250. Yeah. And it felt like, like I had said earlier, 2012 Cali. Yeah. 250. Yeah. And, like, before they made the change on 13th. Yeah. 2012 Cali 250, you wrote, you got on that thing, and it was, like, planted to the ground. That thing was going where you wanted it to go. thing did everything you wanted it to do. Stock, mod, doesn't matter. The thing was sick. Yeah. Husky reminded me of that. I instantly got on it, just like when you were like, dude, doesn't it feel planned? I'm like, yeah. Yeah. Like the thing is sick. Right. So over the braking bumps, over through the corners, the thing was just well balanced. Um, and it shocked me. Yeah. For how well balanced it was, how plush it felt, and it, the suspension was just stiff enough where I didn't bottom and just soft enough where it wasn't too harsh. It's funny because you have, you know, obviously Husqvarna first, KTM sixth. That's probably the, the gnarliest, you know, jump I've seen between those two bikes. The KTM feels empty to me mm-hmm. compared to the Husky. Empty in the uh, rear up. When you're sitting on the bike, when you sit down and you slide forward on the seat, it feels like there's a gap for me okay. on the KTM between me and the handlebars. Like okay. a weird, like a, like almost like a part of the bike. It's farther away from yeah. you? Yeah. Okay. So we're on the Husky. It feels like I sit down. Mm-hmm. That gap's not there. It's comfortable, just like the Cowie. It feels right at home. It almost reminded me of a Cowie. Like, it mimicked the feeling of the Cowie a little bit. I just like how dead it is. Yeah. It doesn't ever hop around. No. It's kind of like the connection to the rear wheel is really good. Yep. And, and the it, power transition. Like, when you get on the gas, it's strong. It pull, it spools up really oh, nice. yeah. And it doesn't drop off. Yeah. So. Um... So suspension's okay for you on the Husky, Spen- a little bit stiffer for you? Like yeah, that. I mean, uh, I picked, uh, what, Suzuki suspension the best? Um, yeah, Suzuki. So Shocking. Yeah. It, shocking. Yeah. That's, I'm just saying shocking. 
Be- okay, I think this- that's I think that's bullshit. Dude, it felt good. <laughs> okay, babe. Yeah. It's your it's your notes, man. I'm going off of this is all you. I go off of like the the feeling, you know? uh, dude. Honestly, all great. Feel. That's all what feel. I like. People say, "What about fucking dinos?" You know, put some fucking dinos and then some lip pros and every shit. every dino is different. Every track is different. Every line is different. To me, writing is a feeling. Oh yeah. yeah. So if 100%. you're a Suzuki and you like it, it's a feeling. That's what Perfect you like. Example. So uh, all the guys at the manufacturers at the R and D shops, you know, right. they can build a brand new Yamaha, brand new Cowie, whatever. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Bring it to the race team. The race team, go ride it. it doesn't matter who. Rides Rides it, Villapoto, McGrath, does not matter who rides a damn bike. Right. They could say this is the worst bike I've ever ridden, and on the dyno, these are the best numbers we've ever oh, done. I have many, many experiences like okay. that. Okay, it yeah. doesn't matter if it's a factory team, privateer guy, yep, private motor builder, does not matter. Every dyno is different, every feeling is different, so it could be the sickest numbers on the dyno they've ever seen, and you'll tell them it doesn't work. And they look at you like, uh huh. Yeah, and so then they go back and try to fix it. Right. It's funny because. Growing up doing KTM R and D, Yamaha R and D, Honda R and D, engineers, the dyno for the engineers is like the baby, right? So they have their baby with them and their notes when you go out to the track. And then me, being the test rider, you give them the feedback they they're not expecting because their baby says something else, right? right? Mm-hmm. And they freak the fuck out, mm-hmm. and they're like, mm-hmm. "What do you mean?" I'm like, "I'm telling you what I." This is a writing is a feeling, people. Yes. So you can tell me to do lip pro lap times and things like that. There's some clout to that, and I get that. But I'm telling you, when you hop on a dirt bike, you don't have the right feeling. The throttle doesn't get twisted downward. It goes upward. You never fucking twist it because you're not comfortable, yep. and it's a feeling. Just like you said, you like comfort. You want yep. comfort. So that's what you're looking for. So I, I get it. So and I'm not com- busting your balls com- too much. Comfort is safety at the end of the day, you know? Right. If you're not comfortable, you're going you're gonna to push, you. push something, or you're going to do something that you're not normally going to do. So Husqvarna, most comfortable for you today? Yep. Engine, best for you? Um, Honda engine, you said best. Uh, second yes. Husky. Yes. And all because it revved a little farther. Yes. The Honda. Honda revved way further than Husky. Okay. Uh, to me, it is the furthest revving bike. That's where all the power delivers, where you need it. And it doesn't matter what gear you're in. When you're revving that thing, that thing is pulling hard. Yeah. What about... So, let me let me give you a little test <clears> here. <throat> I don't know. You probably don't know this, but maybe you do. Husqvarna clutch, KTM clutch. Both hydraulic clutches. Did one. you like one or the other? better. I like Husky clutches better. So the Magura clutch mm-hmm. versus the Bremen. Did you know they were different? Yep. Okay. Because you knew or because you looked? Uh, because uh, the last test actually. Oh, what did we talk about? I was that? asking questions. Oh, fuck, I blew it. R- no, I was th- Oh, I you R- asked the R&D guys? Oh, yeah. Okay, good. Because you felt something different? Mm-hmm. Okay, good. Because uh, the KTM and Husky felt so different to me. Yeah. Even the clutches, mm-hmm. KTM clutch felt strong like harder to pull in yeah even though it's not right husky i mean uh hydraulic clutches are so easy in general but then the husky it's like nothing's there you know like right. there's like you know when there's Sputtery. no clutch cable to it yeah the, the clutch yeah just pulls in yeah just pulls in without the slap you know it's just like oh okay okay it's kind of cool to have that yeah so obviously today wrapping it up Husqvarna and Cowie did pretty good today. I, I haven't added up the scores yet, which we will do tonight, and we will have, uh, obviously, you'll hear me talk before these interviews, and we'll give you all the scores, but um, drastically different opinions from track to track to track. We did three different tracks, and that's a testament to where these bikes are. They're so close. Just like you said, Suzuki, some motor work, and it could be money, you know? Yeah. These guys, JGR, are going to have a, to me, I think, 
Chief Yard's gonna have bitch and bike because that chassis is built for yep. Supercross, yep. and they're gonna build a good motor, good cornering, dude. Yep. And so I feel like it's gonna be solid uh, suspension, and it'll be good. Yeah, I think Justin and Jimmy will have a good bike, and um, and you will have a good bike in 2018. Oh yeah. But we're excited. not gonna talk about it. Very excited. Wasn't? Oh, that's what I was gonna ask you. <clears throat> we're gonna build a bike, okay? Me and you. Okay. And we have these parts at our disposal. Okay. We have a frame. What frame are you using out of all these bikes? Which frame do you want? Cowie. Okay, so we have a Cowie frame. Yep. What engine are we putting in, in that in that? Honda. Honda engine. Mm -hmm. What fork are we putting on? That's a tough one. Yep. Because uh You're gonna put that RMZ fork on there, aren't you? I almost want to. Yeah. I almost it's like will it work on the Cowie well? Because I'll tell you what. I ran a Yamaha suspension on my on my 450. That's right. It works. So you ran internal KYB. I ran external and oh, you can the outer full Yamaha. Okay, I didn't know that. So I'd throw Yamaha in there. Okay, so you have. We're gonna get back to that. That's interesting to me. Um, so you have Yamaha fork, yeah. shock. We have Yamaha shock too. Yep. KYB. Okay, and then what stuff. rider triangle? What ergos are we having? Seat, bars, pegs. What what bike do you like the best out of that? Um, Suzuki seat. Okay. Okay. Suzuki seat. Yes. Soft, hard, what? Dude, it was like not too soft, but not too hard. Like it was, you sat, like you'd sit down into the Suzuki seat and you just sat into it. Okay. You were stuck there. Okay. There's no sliding, nothing. Okay, Suzuki seat. Um, bars? Honda bars. Shocking. Or Cowie bars, they're the same. Same, same. So keep the bars the same. He likes the, the you, you're a crossbar guy, right? 997s. I'm a crossbar guy. Yep. Don't like the ones without the crossbar because they're not, I, I know they say they make a, uh, um, the, the fat bar that's like the 997, but yep. it's not. I Still ran them back to back. Yep. They're not the same. There's no way they're the same. Dude, honestly, you want to know what the trick is there? The, the, the length, the width yeah. is not the same. Dude. No. So you got the dimensions, right? The dimensions are all the same. Mm -hmm. But I'm telling you right now, the factory guys, yeah. they get a special bar. I think so. With cut ends. I so think I mean, so. you might have to cut them. Right. But the fat bars always are longer for some mm -hmm. reason. So I don't know what they're getting or if it's different or a little bit different of a bend, but it's it's not the same. So that's the ultimate bike for Dylan Epstein. We got a Cowie frame. We got a Honda engine. We have a Yamaha fork and shock. We have a Suzuki seat and a Kawasaki or Honda bars, pegs, yeah. grips. Grips you don't care about? Uh, actually, we're gonna go with, uh, what, what has the ODI grips? The Lock-on grips are KTM, and I think Husky have both have ODI. Okay, so those grips are going on the bike. Okay, for sure. do you like lock-ons? Oh, dude, awesome, ran really? them all summer. Dude, isn't it rigid? For I ran them a little bit stiffer ones, but I liked, the I liked the softer ones on the Husky today. Okay. And the KTM. Well, there you go. Um, before we get off this interview here, so you had a, on your Kawasaki, you had straight up what year forks on there? 2017 uh, Yamaha A kit. So what you said you have to go Yamaha clamps on there? No, Cowie nope. clamps. Okay. Only, it's just the Yamaha fork is four millimeters shorter. Okay. Oh, length. Yes, okay. lengthwise. So how did you compensate for that? We lowered it in the clamp. Okay. Did you run it flush? Uh, yes, actually. Okay. Flush to the very top. Didn't affect anything. It handled good. And you loved it. Dude, amazing. I mean, yeah. that's what I've been trying to tell I, these people. I, I proved it to uh, everyone by taking right. some overalls and some wins. So. Right. Yeah. yeah. How many wins did you get? Moto win? Five. Five moto wins. Mm -hmm. Which which race did you win overall? Um, 
what's it called? What's that in Moncton? So it was an East Coast one. Yeah, uh, Pleasant Valley, I want to say. 1-1? One, one. Yep, 1-1. One, one. So that after Regina? Didn't even hole shot, man. Just came through the pack. Just uh, everyone was kind of running their mouths a little bit about me not doing good in the East. Yeah. So uh, because I had some bike malfunctions, mm -hmm. we don't need to get on the topic because I'm not going to throw people under the bus. But uh, um, uh, so the East, I just had like a, it was just a fire, dude. We had two two weekends back to back. We had malfunctions on the bike, and right. not because of me. And everyone was, oh, he can't ride East. He right. can't ride East. And it's like. You don't realize I ride sand almost every day out here. Right. We've got sand here in the desert. Oh, yeah. So uh, I can ride sand. I can ride slick stuff. So one of the rounds east, I went 1-1 one, one and was checked out. Nice. Gone. And Did you I, puff your chest up a little bit? After? A little bit. Yeah. I was, and it was like... It, it feels was, good, right? It felt really good. Yeah, I bet. Because it was... To Honestly, me, it was long overdue. I didn't really say this on the Pulp Show, too. Like, I know how you can ride. I was a little shocked when you went 1-1. One, one. I mean, like, good dudes are up there. But yeah. then I'm like... You still you you backed it up. You did. I'm like, fuck, dude. That's impressive. Yeah, that's really impressive. Yeah, I passed. Uh, and uh, Purcell and I are good buds, and so we became pretty good friends out there. And he was like, after one of the motos, the next weekend, he was talking about one of the motos, how I passed him. Right. He's like, I was right behind you, uh -huh. and I was pacing you, following your lines, and all of a sudden you were like 15 seconds in front of me. So I have no idea what happened. Right. I don't know. And he says he looked at your lines and you, you were taking the same things he was, so he couldn't pass you. Yeah. Okay. But he doesn't understand what I was doing better than him. Obviously, just carrying the yeah. speed. And we were just laughing about it, but, huh. yeah. Funny that he, he got along with him. Yeah. Like, I don't ever hear that. Um, he didn't really get along with anybody out there. I mean, he I, he didn't really go out of his way to talk to anybody. Yeah. But we were practicing at all the same tracks, so I was like, yo, what's up, dude? Started talking to him and became buddies. That's cool. Yeah. Dude, I, I always loved watching him ride, though. Dude, he's, he's, still, to he's watch still cool to watch ride. Yeah, and he's still. Yeah. So he's out next year. I think he's retired. Yeah, I don't he's know. done. Yeah. He's done. I think he's selling all his shit. I see his bike somewhere yeah. for sale or something. Yeah. So. All right. Well, there's Dylan's uh, interview. That's good shit. Um, overall for Dylan is Husky, Kawasaki, Honda, Yamaha, Suzuki, and KTM. Chassis is Kawasaki, Husky, Honda, Suzuki, Yamaha, and KTM. Suspension is Suzuki, Yamaha, Honda, Husky, Kawi, KTM. And final ranking for the engine is Honda, Husky, KTM, Yamaha, Kawasaki, Suzuki. So, thanks for coming, buddy. Thank you. That was a good time. Yeah, always. We'll, uh, we'll, see, we'll look for the PRs up on the internets. Yeah. And uh, mm -hmm. you see Dylan at a track 108. Is that what we're rolling with next year? Seven. What Seven. We're James, dude. Oh, yeah. Oh, shit. Oh, yeah. That's going to look sick. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. So if you see a number seven on uh, well, we can't tell you a color. It's a new color. Though. New color. Let me just try. Oh, James has ridden this color in the past, so that'll yes. narrow it down for you guys. But it's going to be hard for them to figure it out. Yeah. He's ridden a few colors. Right. So they're going to play a guessing game. Right. So... If you see number seven, go talk to him. Bullshit. Tell him you listen to the the shootout podcast and um, real number seven. No. Yeah, you're real. <laughs> the real. That's what you're gonna change your Twitter. The real seven. Too. You change your Twitter. I can't even fucking understand what you dude, are. Dude, I don't. I don't want people to like find me. Dude. First, you were like some weird emoji thing. Yeah. I don't know what that was. Now I'm like now I'm an underscore. Yeah, that's what it was. I'm like, yeah. who is this that I'm following? Who's, that, my, who's underscore? Right. Yeah. It's like underdog. Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> if you want to follow Dylan, what's your what's your Twitter my, at? My handle is Dylan Epstein. Okay. But I mean, I don't think people type my name in. I don't know. How does how does how do you get that on your Twitter then? How does that come up if your name is Dylan Epstein? 
it's the handle, the at, you know? Yeah. So, but the, then the display name I changed to the underscore. Oh, so you can change display name. Yeah. I'm old, so it throws people that. off. So if they were to, you know, because I'm like, I try to stay, I try to like. You're low key. I like people, but I like to stay low key. Yeah. You know? It's kind of why I like you. I'm in the high desert. Yeah. I don't really go out of my way. Yeah. Um, you're a little bit more introvert than I am, mm-hmm. but I'm a, I'm a homebody. I like mm-hmm. doing my shit and coming yep. back home. That's what I do. I just like doing my thing, and a lot of people mistake me for that. Like, that I'm cocky or rude or whatever, but it's not the case. So. No, I, I have your back, because you've been like that since I mean, when I was watching you on 80s. You're yeah. just kind of mellow kid. Super cool if somebody comes to talk to me, but yeah. not many people try to, so. You got to break t- you gotta break <laughs> through the crust of Dylan, okay? Once you break through the crust of this motherfucker right here, he's a big teddy bear. And uh, people that know me know that I'm fun to be around, so I mean. No, you are. It's good. Well, thanks for coming. Yep, thank um, you. I will see you... You'll see me. You'll see me often. Okay. I'm gonna get my bike soon, and it's gonna be awesome. Okay. All right. Thanks. Thank you.